0: A nice day, suck a fat dick, the price has been paid. I burnt the bridge down, I watched the bitch blaze. I took my nutsack and stuck it to your face. but pumped at my pace, so come the fuck on. Not even a thought no more, they just gone. Here's a little finger with a dedicated song. Nine and the nine and the nine nah nah nah. You don't have to like how I live my life. Sleeping all day, and kick it all night. Might not be good, but it feels alright. Nine and the nine nah the nine nah nah Nine and na nine and a na and a
1: nine and a na 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 na
2: na 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 it is a sweltering 98 degrees in here, but the real feel is 102.
1: Let me tell you what, because you always round up in wrestling, Pasty.
2: <laughs> that is true. No, that's actually something they said during the pre-show on the Super Show today that I wanted to bring up. They were complain as soon as the thing started, they were complaining about the temperature in there on the mics like... <laughs> Really? We don't care how hot it is there. You're the dumbasses who went there. Plus those dumbasses. I don't even want to watch this thing. Should
1: try living in Minnesota once, where you get that exact same heat, but then in six months you have fucking negative seventy.
2: Seriously, I think Minnesota forgot about spring and fall altogether lately. It's uh there's none of it.
1: Well, we had a spring this year.
2: Yeah, it was like a week. We long. haven't even
1: got a summer yet. I don't think have we? Uh, when it's 90
2: degrees, I'd say we're in summer territory. We haven't
1: even cracked 85 yet where I'm at. I wish we would. Oh, you're
2: you're lucky. I guess you guys got the, the plane's wind and all I'm that shit lucky. to kind of keep you cooler.
1: I look forward to that. Well, come on out.
2: I'll give you a lap dance. I'm
1: down. Yeah! Yes, folks, this is Dominion Fury Showdown 25, where we have four, count them, four wrestling events to talk about this week. Wow. Yes, and one of them, pasty, is such a super show that not only do we have predictions, but we also have the results.
2: That's right, double the pleasure and double the fun.
1: Yeah, some some jack off in WWE decided to have a pay per view on Friday morning. So knowing um, that we
2: record in the evenings,
1: yeah, it, it was not good. It was not cool. I'm kind of disappointed, <laughs> honestly. So is Bender. Bender's disappointed.
2: He always is. I'm, uh, I'm glad he's always
1: there for us on the show. <laughs> he's a good, good man. Um But with that being said, I think we're gonna we're gonna kinda zip through this. We got a lot to talk about. Um we do have a little bit of news and notes, but we may not get the time to that. If we do, if there's anything huge and major We will roll that over to next week, for sure.
2: Thankfully, this week has kind of been lacking in the news department. I haven't found really anything to add to the notes. Not anything that needs to be said that can't wait till next week, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Yes. Um, With that being said, we're going to start off with a uh, confusing special. This was a wrestling special put on by Major League Wrestling. It is Fury Road.
2: Yes, indeed. Hey, and if you're furious that we didn't talk about the little clip of the song you heard at the top of the show, that was a little sample from Izzy Dunfor's Sing My Song, and you can tune in at the end of the show to hear the whole thing. Album's dropping real soon. This man started in Iowa, moved to Minnesota, now he's out in Colorado, making the dreams come true.
1: Check it out. Definitely check out Izzy Dunfor, the man is never done we never done just never eight,
2: albums. eight albums, eight albums. You can listen to them all on Spotify eight and counting. Um but listen.
1: Uh, but yeah, this this special started out as what was probably going to be a two hour, two and a half hour special as MLW usually does. Yeah, I was really excited for it.
2: Out of all the events we had to watch this week, and there was quite a few, Yeah, this is the one I was like stoked on and then it broke my heart.
1: Yeah, if you all listened to our prediction show last week. Kind of what, I'm just going to put it out there, what happened, for whatever reason, and we might get into to what might have caused the, the change, or maybe this was the plan all along, who knows, didn't seem like it the way they were booking it, No, but it they had the three main event matches as the Fury Road special, which lasted an hour, and then the rest of the matches are going to be on later MLW Fusion episodes, so I'm guessing two or three episodes... Because there's eight other matches. I mean, that's a lot to put into an MLW Fusion. Unless they come up with another special, which they have one coming up, which is Coliseum, but that's... They're not waiting until that to put these out. So. But then
2: they'll only air one match from actual Coliseum there. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going on. And we'll get the rest um, of it distributed over the next seven months in our in our mail. And It'll folks, be sent to your houses.
1: For anybody who says that we're biased and we suck a certain promotion's dick, we're just going to put it out there. I mean, as much as MLW seems to be pasty and my favorite out there right now, they, they really <laughs> they disappointed us, us with this one. It was kind of... Yeah. Not not cool. You don't do that to the fans. You don't promise a big show and then under deliver it as much. The three the three main event matches I thought were really good, and we're going to get into them. Yeah, they were good.
2: Oh yeah, I I enjoyed them. I did not try to even track down the rest of them. I don't know if they're
1: out yet or not. So basically, what I'm going to say, folks, is um, right away getting into this. Spoilers ahead. Because the first eight matches we're talking about are going to end up being on future MLW Fusion shows, but um, probably coming out this Sunday. We put yeah, we put predictions out for them, and um, we won't be able to give you, we won't be able to tell you how they work because we haven't seen them because they're not out yet. But we'll just tell you who won, who lost, and who we voted for. How's that? Sound? Well, hey,
2: at least we won't get hung up on the first segment.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so starting out, Pasty, we had Low-Key, one of my favorites, hardcore Low-Key fan, and he defeated Tom Coffee in the opening match. I like match. a little
2: Tom Coffee in the morning.
1: Oh, exactly. I like, like a little Low-Key in the morning. <laughs> um, this match, we didn't have any predictions for, so we didn't get anything.
2: No, and what is this? Low-Key's not working with uh, uh, pr- production, Aonis
1: Dorado anymore? Asocian Dorado. There you go. Which is uh, the Golden Promotion. or yeah. Yes. Promotions de Rato.
2: But he's not there. He's not with He's not. He's what, not. what
1: I've seen. Which is sad, but that's one of my favorite. Oh, by the way, folks, um, Selena De La Renta is getting her own episode again, so she's going to have a second episode. The first episode that she was in control of and produced had the most views of any episode to this date on their YouTube channel. Awesome. So um, I'm excited for And it was an awesome episode. If you haven't seen it, go back and catch it.
2: I'm not sure what episode it was, so I won't know. It,
3: it, mentions it, 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 does, yeah, okay. it mentions it. It does. Yeah,
1: it mentions it. Then we had Airwolf defeating Ace Austin. Again, we didn't have picks. Nope. What we did have picks for was a six-man tag team match, which um, this, this definitely throws off... a uh, uh, um, a storyline that happened in the main show because <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah, into that, yeah. folks. But anyways...
2: <laughs> it, this just, it must have been really weird for people to watch this all play out in the arena the way kind it is. Kind of, you know except I mean? we're all
1: wrestling fans. We know. But yeah, yeah, it's awkward. Uh, six-man tag team match. Tom Lawler, Ross Van Eric, and Marshall Van Eric, the Van Eric kids, defeated the Contra Unit, composed of Simon Gotch, Jacob Fatu, and Joseph Samuel. Um, again, we didn't watch the match. I picked Lawler and the Erics. you picked Contra, Lawler and the Ericks. won. I get a point, I guess. Yay, point for you. Um, next we have Flamita defeated Ray Horace. Uh, Ray Horace was supposed to take on Koto Brazil. At least that's what we had. And that was straight off the MLW website. Um, so that match changed. We had no predictions. Next up, we had the Battle of Initials: DBSJ, better known as Davy Boy Smith Jr., versus MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes, and I was wrong. The Smith won. The Freed lost. Um, next, we had Richard Holiday versus Codo Brazil. Again, they switched uh, Codo and Ray Horse up, so we had nothing for this one. A double, a double making his MLW debut. Defeated Adam Brooks.
3: Yep.
2: As we discussed last week, that's CM Punk's brother. <laughs>
1: exactly. So uh, we both picked a double. There's no way he was going to lose. We all know that. Then the main event. That's where I get my first point, folks. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Him and I both got a point there, but he definitely earned that point. False count anywhere <laughs> match. Mace Warner defeated Sammy Callahan in what I can only assume is an awesome, amazing match. And I can't wait to see it. But we didn't. Uh, so that brings us to what they actually officially called Fury Road. Yeah. The show started out with Gringo Loco defeating Myron Reed. Yep, that happened. That did happen. It was, it was a good match. It was a good opening match, um, especially if it was like a two-hour pay-per-view. Would have been better. <laughs> Three matches, (laughs) I maybe would have wanted a better one, but it was a good match. I enjoyed it. You got Gringo Mm. Loco, who is a larger Lucha Libre style Loke, and you got Myron. And he's white. And he's white. That
2: didn't come across.
1: Hence the name Gringo. And (laughs) Myron Reed, who is a very scrawny, uh, very aerial, very uh, cocky young individual. So um, they put on a really entertaining match, a good opener, like I said. Mm. Uh, But nothing to gush about.
2: Yeah, no. I I would have rather had Austin Aries and Adam Brooks in this three-match lineup. For sure.
1: Or even Davey Boy Smith Jr. and MJF or Yeah, yeah. I mean.
2: But I I uh, well, I didn't know Gringo Loco or Myron Reed before the match and I I don't know if I care about them too much afterwards.
1: So. <laughs> Myron has didn't has, didn't has a too good future me. as a heel, I think. Yeah, yeah. Next we had the finals to crown the first ever national openweight champion in MLW. And Alex Hammerstone ended up defeating Brian Pillman Jr., much to in our... A surprising ch- upset. Yeah. I mean, I, w- yeah. I really thought that they would crown BPJ the first ever. I mean, he deserves it, right? Um, Alex Hammerstone I'm not super familiar with, but he really won me over on this one. He's a hell of a heel. He is, um, he's very cocky. He's, uh, he's got power mm-hmm. and he doesn't, he doesn't look super jacked, but his ring work is super powerful.
2: No. Oh, and Hammerstone is in whatever, what the same group with Callahan, right?
1: Um, no, no, he's not no, country unit. Um, he's in he's,
2: one uh, fucking, he's God not in
1: country either
2: dynasty dynasty. You thank go. you. Yeah.
1: Yes. It was one of them factions. We were going to get there sooner later.
2: You know, I'm still, I'm still, you know, I've never fully submerged myself (laughs) in MLW. I go into about the knee and I'm like, okay,
1: this is good. And then we had the main event, MLW Middleweight Championship match, where we've seen the champion Teddy Hart defeat Jimmy Havoc in what turned out to be a hell of a bloody brawl. It started with chairs. Started. Yep, first
2: thing. (laughs) I love that they were going under the ring, pulling everything out, getting everything set up for themselves. And and last week we had discussed that this is not billed as a hardcore match, so Jimmy Havoc would definitely be, you know, out of his element. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And they didn't, they they still didn't even call it a hardcore match, but I I give the referee credit. He was just letting it go. He's like, this is a title match. This is the main event. If they're Mm -hmm. both starting out like this, fuck it, we're going to let it go. And he just let everything go, basically. Except for count outs, so he was counting out. Right, yeah, he was making counts, but who kn- I, I honestly think if it got down to nine, he would have been like, come on, guys, get in here.
2: Right, nine, you know. and then he goes backwards,
1: eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we said. We're going to 20 like Jap- Japan does, guys. <laughs> yeah, this was a really, really good match. I suggest you go out of your way to watch it. Um, so many false finishes, so many times, I thought yes. for sure it was over. Um, they brought in um, chairs, they brought in staplers, they brought in the, the paper cut between the fingers. He didn't bring the lemons in, or the salt. You know, I'm,
2: I'm pretty new to Jimmy Havoc, but every single time I've seen him now, he's done the paper cut thing. Yep. And so, you know, maybe, maybe, now that you're in the spotlight, do that a little
1: bit less, please. I would agree. But the one thing I love about it is it's, it's one of the few things that happen in wrestling that the average viewer can go, ooh, I hate that. <laughs> right, you know, not too many right. people can say that about falling off a ladder or getting hit in the head with a chair. I don't know.
2: Or, don't you think the average viewer, at least myself, I know that it's not that easy to paper cut yourself if you're trying.
1: <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's easy if you're not trying. Um, Teddy Hart ended up winning with a DDT on the chair, which was awesome. And then, uh... Yes, that was badass. And then they got just bombarded afterwards. Um, and there was a big-ass, huge fucking brawl. That was really cool. And you had, uh, uh, Jimmy's Boys and, uh, the Hart Dynasty out there, and... And it was just one of those big old, big old cluster Fs at the end, but... Your winner, Teddy Hart.
2: Yes, indeed. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um... Honestly, at this point, I was still pretty salty that it was three matches and only an hour long. I know we like to complain about WWE giving us seven-hour pay-per-views, but I kind of would rather have that.
1: I, I want somewhere in the middle. I definitely do not want a seven-hour pay-per-view, but I also do not. I mean, this was this was a special show, which is fine. Impact has done that in the past. Uh, MLW has done that. Uh, every show, every... Uh, WWE has done special SmackDowns and Raws, so I get it. Yeah. But so- something obviously happened to change what they had originally planned into what it was, and, mm-hmm. you know, what we got was fine, but yeah, they definitely let us down on this one. You let the fans down. Yeah.
2: And I'm not even going to get into my complaints with Jim Cornette on the microphone. <laughs> I could.
1: G- old corny.
2: <sighs> I was so excited for him to be there, and now I'm like, Let's you're kind of making me not want to watch. When he did the, the, did the whole, oh, what? Huh? What? <laughs> Huh? What? Oh, the directors are just getting, what? Huh? What? Oh,
1: we got to go to my cameras in the, in the parking lot. <laughs> like, oh, and Jesus so Pacey, let's talk about that. T- tell us what happened. Cause like, like we said, uh, we had mentioned earlier with Tom Lawler and Devon Erick's how out got a little goofy. So what was kind of the main storyline going through in this, this Fury Road show?
2: This was, this was Callahan and his crew, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: they they attacked Tom Lawler and tossed him into the back of a vehicle in the parking lot.
1: And That's kind or, of sorry, sorry, this was Dynasty. This was Dynasty. Okay, di- sorry, I see, sorry, sorry, you sorry, know. Sorry. Yeah, this was Dynasty. It is what it is. Alex Hammerstone's yeah. boys. Yep, Dynasty. Yes. Uh but yeah, yeah, they had him in the back um and they they tortured him and whatever and
2: Oh, yeah, they did that, I forgot. Yeah. They, they had him in a room tied up, and they were torturing him without masks on, so he knows who they are, so when he gets out and goes to Exactus to revenge, it'll be glorious.
1: Yeah, so obviously that happened. Um, one snafu, which again, I'm going to call him out. I love MLW, but I'm going to call him out. Cornette, the spot you were just talking about, he was like, huh, <laughs> wait, huh, and then they cut to a camera backstage. Showing showing Tom Lawler walking out to a car, or somebody coming to attack Tom Lawler, and then it cuts mm-hmm. off right away, and they go back yep. to Cornett. Wait a second, who's huh? The- we're just we're gonna they're gonna be giving us a uh, they're gonna be giving us some feed here, and then they go right back to the same clip that they just accidentally showed early. So that took a little <laughs> bit away from that too. Um, amateur shit that Court um, Bauer knows better than to do. So whoever he has yeah. producing, Court yell at him a little bit.
2: I honestly think even if you're having somebody produce... I I think it was Cornette went too long on his stammering or over getting words in his head.
1: It easily could have been. And you know what? As much as I'm going to hate myself tonight for saying this, maybe that's a plus for having uh, um, Court Bauer in their ear like Vince McMahon is always in their ear. Cornette, shut the fuck up. We're playing the video now. (laughs) Uh, I don't like that. I don't like Vince in everybody's ear, but again... I mean, when it's doom, needed, we're call it it shouldn't out.
2: be every, every it shouldn't be every every line they say. No, but when it's something that's necessary to get across to them, yeah, fucking yep. do it. Call
1: it out. So we're we're huh. saying that um, that's something that WWE does better or did better mm. on this occasion at least.
2: It's also something AEW did better on their first show.
1: Um, AEW had a lot of yeah, they had a lot of issues on their show. I did not like the commentary at all. And uh, even Jim Ross has come out and said, well, we tried, and, and I give him credit, none of them have worked together. Those three have never right. worked together.
2: Well, they didn't, we didn't, they they didn't bring uh, this Excalibur, up. no, no, they, they weren't the announced team for All In.
1: No, no, they weren't, and, and uh. we didn't bring this up last week, I kind of wanted to, but we had a busy one last week, we have a busy one this week also, but yeah, that was something that I thought, I thought the announcing was pretty atrocious. Um, the other complaint I had was, a, and we won't get into it now, maybe if we have time sometime we will, but I, I thought there was a little too much WWE copying on that show. But still, it was an A-plus show. We gave it an A-plus. I stand behind it.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't I let it change. I um, nitpick what, what was You know, nitpicky. I think uh, the cool thing for me in Double or Nothing was the, the commentators may have been bad, but I honestly, thinking back, was paying way more attention to the matches than anything that came out of their mouths.
1: Correct, and that, you know what, that that speaks volumes. Yes. Definitely speaks volumes. And, um, and the biggest complaint I have, and I honestly now don't remember if I said this uh, last week or not, but probably my biggest complaint was that they ended the pay-per-view with two WWE guys, and I thought they should have done better than that. Mm. End it with Cody yeah. and Dustin, you know. Um, even though they're both, I guess those are both former WWE guys, so even that, yeah. And, and see, I think, I think Cody and
2: Dustin on. both know that their place is not in the main event.
1: Yeah, but with it being Ambrose and Ambrose and Jericho. should have been
2: in hindsight.
1: Ambrose and Jericho being the last two guys just kind of looks like everything people said, everything negative mm-hmm. about WCW and TNA, you know?
2: Yeah, They're and just, you wouldn't want to make the Bucks have the last match again
1: because the last time they got screwed out of it. So. Yeah. Or maybe they earned yeah. it. Um, So, Pasty, best match of the night? I think it's easy. Uh yeah yeah Jimmy Havoc Teddy Hart Yep, that's what I got also um, and what would you rate this one actually you know what? I want to go first pasty <laughs> I want to go first can I go first <laughs> okay yeah um from A to D I'm giving this one a, a, a C
3: you're at a C? on
1: C minus but I'm giving it a C not because I'm, the matches were bad but they totally screwed us out of some great matches
2: I was gonna say a flat D
1: I'm okay with a flat D so that puts us at a C minus total yeah. Okay, yeah. I I would agree with that. That's our total is a C minus because um they let us down. And you got to let them know when they let you down. That's the only way they're uh-huh. going to do better.
2: No, I was totally ready to watch nothing but wrestling all weekend last weekend and they cheated me out of that pretty hard.
1: Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit.
2: <laughs> it's not many days or many weekends where I'm like, yeah, let's fill my entire fucking calendar with wrestling and Yeah. This right. was, yeah,
1: this was another one where it was easy for me to watch um, what I wanted to watch. That being said, um, we didn't watch Super Showdown, but I think everybody who's listened to the show knows that I was not going to and will not in the future watch Super Showdown.
2: And so, I'll probably, being the spineless guy I am, I'll probably have it on in some background noise at some point this weekend. But I'm not going to give it my full attention.
1: That's fine. I don't hate anybody for watching it. I'm just I'm just using my freedom to to put my shit out there, you know.
2: Except for when I watch it, Vince thinks you watch it.
1: it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's still one less. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Next <coughs> uh, up, pasty, we have predictions for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 6.9 show.
3: Yes. Uh, for those of you that wonder
1: what is 6.9, that's just the date that it's held on. Last year actually happened to be Wasn't 6.9. Wasn't last year also. when we
2: watched Dominion? Or no, that was World, uh, whatever. Where I watched one show and you watched
1: a completely different show. <laughs> yeah, and it was the same time. That was Ring of Honor, uh, War of Worlds. Was, there you go. <laughs> and that happens also, you know. Um, actually, that's coming up. Uh, I think there was another one coming up. But, a- anyways, anyways. Um. Mm-hmm. So this one here, one thing I want to say Dominion always seems to be the show that if it, it, it's either Wrestle Kingdom or Dominion, uh, Dominion seems to have the biggest surprises and shocks. Yeah. And yeah. Wrestle Kingdom has the best matches, but Dominion also has some amazing matches. And in I fact, think this I'm is essentially thinking there's SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm thinking and it's hard for me to remember now, but I'm thinking Okada Omega from Dominion was the highest rated one. If it wasn't, it yes. was my highest rated one.
3: No, I'm pretty and sure it was that was second
1: it. to Meltzer's. But either way, always a good show. You can't miss Dominion. I'm not going to miss it, and uh, it is going to see the uh, second appearance of John Moxley. John Moxley yes, wrestled. Indeed. Uh, earlier at the the finals of Best of the Super Juniors tournament, and he faced Juice Robinson for the U.S. title. In a pretty good match. Pretty good, not great. Pretty good. I am not happy that John Moxley. Biting. I'm not happy John Moxley won the uh, U.S. title in his first <laughs> match. Um, New Japan should be better than letting a WWE guy come over and win a title right away.
2: Yeah, but I mean, honestly, if you were to ask Juice. At that point in time, do you want to lose your title to Dean Ambrose? He probably would say, "Yeah."
3: He'd probably say, I don't "It'd want be a to lose cool match title. just to have in general."
2: <laughs> He'll get it back.
3: I
1: was one thing I was thinking, and then I kind of bit my tongue a little bit. I was like, "Fucking this U.S. title! Ever since it's came here, it's been nothing but Gaijin's winning too, and I think that's fucked up."
3: <laughs> and then I was like,
1: "Well." I mean, I guess it's the U.S. title, and yeah, like the WWE European Championship. I mean, it wasn't only European people, but they really strongly pushed that. So yeah, yeah. I guess I see it. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> get it? It took me a second. I, I argued with myself and pointed it out to myself. Uh, John Moxley is facing a Shoto Omino, who neither Pasty nor I are very familiar with. Is that correct, Pasty?
2: That is correct.
1: But I would have to assume coming off of Moxley's win. I, I do not know. Nothing does this say this is for the U.S. title. And being as you and I don't know Shoto Umino very well, I don't think it is. But either way, I still don't see Moxley losing.
2: It is kind of interesting to see that he's going to be opening this show, though. Well, you know, when you talk we don't about know the, that he's going to be opening. He got just... the push right off the bat coming in. It's funny that his next match is an opening match.
1: I guess um, we should say this, and, and we, Pasty likes me to say this with all of these even though you motherfuckers should have enough common sense, the order we're reading them in isn't necessarily the order it's going to happen. This is the order. We try to take it directly from the source. So when there's a WWE pay-per-view, www.com. New Japan, um, New Japan. When I get my WWE stuff, I don't even go
2: to WWE because I know they're going to change it. I go to CBS <laughs> Sports, and it's usually right.
1: Right, right. There you go. Um, MLW I get from MLW. So, yeah, we, we try to get them from the source, and it's always going to be different. But, yeah, that's, that's what we got. I picked Moxley, and you got... Moxley. Oh, what a surprise, man. Yes. Next up, we got Satoshi Kojima taking on the finalist, but not winner of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament, Shingo Takaji.
2: Which makes him automatically the worst of the Super Juniors. So I'm going with Kojima. I thought
1: that made him the second best of the Super Juniors. No, so I'm no, going but you're with Shingo the best, Bingo. The I'm going with Shingo Bingo. And he's going to go Bingo Bongo. On your Kojima ass, pasty. All right. Folks, well, before we go like going any farther, I just want it. to let you know that I have Stone Brewing Company's Tropic Thunder Lager. It is a citrusy, citrusy, but also dark and thick beer. I tend to really like this, actually, believe it or not. I just had to finish nice. that in there. And the beer I'm
2: spotting this week is from northern Wisconsin's first microbrewery, established in 1995. Yes, that is South Shore Brewery's Nut Brown
1: Ale. Hey, man, if you ain't nothing, you ain't brown ale. That's what I like to say. Speaking of nutting at my job last week, my boss spent like the whole day. You shouldn't be nutting at
2: work. That's how you lose your
1: jobs. No, honestly, my boss spent like the whole day underneath my table, underneath my (laughs) desk, making me happy. (laughs) Just going to say that. I'm not going to explain anymore. That's what happened. Next up, tag team match, Pasty.
2: Yes, indeed. We've got Yoshihashi and Jushin Thunder Liger versus Zack Sabre Jr., and Minoru Suzuki.
1: You know what? It's it's hard for me to go against Suzuki, baby. It's always hard for me to go against Suzuki. And I'm a huge Zack Sabre Jr. fan. I know you think he's overrated, which is fine.
2: I just think he looks like he's a million miles away when he's in a ring, which might be a good thing, but to me, it, it doesn't sell it.
1: Um, and also, um, to take nothing away from Jushin Liger... What I really want, I want to see him in um, WWC World Wrestling Console down in um, the Caribbean. I want to see a main event down there and I want them to name it Thunder in Paradise and see if Hulk Hogan gets pissed off. (laughs) Let me tell you something, brother. That was my show and my movie, brother. You better give me some residuals. He'll
2: sue and then they'll rename it to Tropic Thunder.
1: <laughs> and then they got Jack Black on that ass.
2: <laughs> I think uh, Jack Black's probably cooler than Hogan.
1: Uh, is he cooler than Hogan or is he more understanding than Hogan? Because I think Hogan's way cooler <laughs> than Jack Black. Uh, Hogan played Thunderlips. Be- Jack Black played R.L. Stein. Uh, Jack Black plays amazing music. Hogan plays amazing music. Have you ever seen him walk out? He can play Jimi Hendrix's <laughs> Voodoo Child on a fucking title belt! That's amazing! That's amazing!
2: He's not as good of a rapper as Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: Not as good as a, as, of a rapper, but he's a better guitarist. Um, I, I picked uh, Zack Sabre and Suzu. What you got? I think I'm
2: going to go with the same, just because.
1: It's hard to not. I mean, I like
2: Jushin, and I would like to say I'm on his side, but Zack Sabre Jr. and Suzuki are going to kick his ass.
1: I agree. (laughs) Next up, we have the obligatory six-man match. The only one of this pay-per-view, which is just mind-boggling.
2: Yeah, yeah, when you come to New Japan, that's pretty much all you get. Wow. That's your whole mid-card. Insane. We got uh, Raizuki Taguchi, Juice Robinson, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White, Tahi Imo- Ishimori, and Chase Owens, Kevin Owens' brother.
1: Yes. You know, obviously Tanahashi is the Cena of New Japan in the best way possible, and, and some would argue in the worst way possible as well. Um, Juice Robinson has been pushed huge, and he's just off of... Uh, a loss, obviously, to John Moxley. To San is just an amazing athlete and just badass. Uh, but then on the other side, do you have what? Are at they one still time, chaos?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: At one, I time, know chaos
2: was going through some rough waters for a while.
1: Well, so. okay, I think they're still chaos. I, I'm not sure. I'm they're not they're sure. still ta-
2: they're still teaming, so there I would you assume. go.
1: Uh, but on the other hand, you have one of the factions that was, at at one time, the most dominant faction in New Japan history.
2: And people who play a close eye to New Japan don't take anything away from Jay White being the new leader of Bullet Club. No,
1: and he is a so. former champion, so take that. Former champion,
2: so he got it and lost it in a pretty pretty close window there.
1: Yeah. But he uh, had it, so that's good for him. It's the switchblade. He switches. Yes, indeed. That's what, you know, switchblades are known to be quick. Who do you got, Pasty, uh, between those two powerhouse of teams?
2: I always got to go Bullet Club. I don't know what to expect from them in this case, but uh, part of me wonders if Moxley ends up joining and what kind of a dynamic that would have going forward in AEW.
3: Ooh, that is I, I interesting. Think, I think
2: New Japan likes to say that there's no working relationship. But you got Moxley and Jericho on this pay-per-view. And so, obviously, AEW is working with you.
1: You know, let's be fair. Back in the day, ECW said there was no working relationship with WWE. (laughs) But then when they became public (laughs) and their finances had to be released, oh, wait a second, WWF was paying ECW to not only be a feeder program but to also send their people down there and use Paul Heyman as a writer while he was in ECW. So I mean this isn't this isn't the first time that they can try to pull the wool over your 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 eyes but that's a good thing. I I don't mind right. them keeping themselves separate and intermingling a little bit without being New Japan and AEW presents. You know, it's the same way New Japan and ROH kind of worked together. Uh, they had a working relationship, but they weren't completely in bed with each other.
2: But I would really like to see uh, Moxley They're, join up with Bullet Club and then and then have a Bullet Club versus the Elite on one of the upcoming events. That would be. Holy I mean, shit.
1: fanboys would be creaming themselves all over <laughs> the place. They wouldn't know I'm what shirt to wear. Just
2: thinking about it, wouldn't I wouldn't know what AAC shirt to
1: wear. <laughs> That'd be the biggest problem.
2: You just cut two shirts in half and sew them together with the other side.
1: Um, I, I'm with you, though. I am picking Bullet Club. Uh, Jay White has been on such a roll here. Uh, Tanahashi doesn't need it. Juice Robinson, I don't know that a loss here isn't going to hurt him, but that's the only one that kind of makes me think, oh, shit, he just lost. I don't know if they want him to lose again. but well, I mean, if he doesn't take the pin, it doesn't if hurt to, him. Yeah, if, if I, I could even see Jay White pinning Tanahashi. Because yeah. Tanahashi is more than willing to let somebody... He's not Okada. He's willing to let somebody go over on him. And I love Okada, but I'm going to be fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bullet Club. Next match pasty is the IWGP Never Open Weight Championship. And the champion Tai Chi is defending his belt against Tomohiro Ishii. Um, Ishii is one of the baddest men on the planet, badass, um, always thrilling to watch, but Tai Chi has been super fucking impressing me lately, and I was never into him, and he's just super growing on me. I'm picking Tai Chi to keep the championship. I do like Chai T. I like that as
2: well. someone some here Ishii is a fucking beast. I gotta go
1: with Ishii. It's hard to bet against Ishii. I'm not going to lie. It really is. I still, folks, for any of you who maybe haven't seen any of them, throw it in your YouTube machine and watch any Tomohiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki match. Any of them. They're just... Or all of them. Yeah. They hurt to watch. They hurt. I'm hurt.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in a match with him.
1: I don't want to be the ref. Fuck.
2: I want to see... What about him versus Walter? Oh, one more... Is that a thing that
1: could happen? I would love to see it. Um, what one more thing? And I hate to bring it up, but I I didn't mention it. I thought about it. Thought of so much shit last week that I didn't mention when we were on the air because we were trying to get through so quickly. One thing I thought was awesome during the the uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes match. Earl Hebner never put gloves on. Nope. It was like it, it was such a simple thing, but in my head, I was like, God, this is badass. There's blood everywhere. Earl isn't putting gloves on. He's like, fuck hepatitis. I got a job He's rolling
2: around in it. A...
1: He was. He, was <laughs> he like...
2: reminds me of my little nasty dog.
1: And then we watched uh, <laughs> NXT TakeOver. No spoilers here, but in one of the matches, the ref was putting gloves on. I couldn't even find any blood. I was looking for it. <laughs> right. I was like, where's the blood? He was bleeding blood? from
2: his armpit. It was from, like, right oh, under oh his my arm. my God. Like, yeah, the I ref is never going to touch it. you there.
1: Yeah, I did end up seeing it finally, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, the ref puts... You notice the gloves before you notice the blood.
2: I mean, I when thought, you're in a company, and it's a sports entertainment company, and you have these people who work for you, even if they're... You, they should be tested. They are You should tested. know that they're clean. Then why do you need to wear gloves?
1: Because it's a publicly traded company. That's the only answer, pasty. That's the only answer you're ever going to get. Vince
2: McMahon doesn't put on a condom when he's fucking us fans.
1: He doesn't even use Vaseline, the bastard. At least spit on it. Speaking of spitting on it, has nothing to do with this next match because this next match is going to be awesome no matter what. What do we got, Pasty? Oh, we've got the
2: IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on the line with the Gorillas of Destiny. That's right, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa. Versus Los Ingobernobles de Japon, oh, Evil oh. Ensenada. My two favorites.
1: I love them. Evil is just, I just love when Evil yeah. comes to the ring and that I fucking hang out with Grim Reaper. Just do
2: that eye thing at me for like six hours and don't mind if I masturbate.
1: Yeah. Now I think you're thinking of Naito.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I probably am. Okay. Either way, same faction. I'm Either okay. way,
1: yeah. Either way, Sonata, <laughs> awesome. Evil, awesome. Naito, yeah. awesome. They're yeah. all fucking awesome. Evil, Evil's the Grim Reaper, and that's what I love. I love what he just comes out looking bad. He's like, he's the undertaker of New Japan, and I say that only because, not in wrestling style or anything else, but because it's such an over-the-top, could-be-silly gimmick, but they own it, and it isn't silly or over-the-top.
2: I'm calling him Big Evil
1: from now on. <laughs> I love call him Little Evil because he's not that big. (laughs) He's Little Evil. Good old Little Evil. Um, this is going to be a good one. Obviously, you got two well-established tag teams, two two vying factions. Uh. With uh, of course, God being. And I feel like God
2: has had something to prove since the Elite
1: took off. Of course, of course, they're some of the. uh, well obviously Ta- uh, Tamatanga is one of the longest reigning. I would say bad luck Fat is probably the longest yeah bad luck Fat is probably has the most tenure and I would say Tamatanga the second longest tenure of everybody who's still in the bullet club if I got my history right? He should never go
2: to WWE, where he would be rebranded Bad Luck Valet, and he has to park everybody's cars, but he does so unsuccessfully.
1: Right? He scratches every single one. Sometimes he gets mugged, and somebody steals the car. It's Bad Luck Valet! Womp I love that pasty. That's good. Oh, I'm writing that down. What do you got, Pasty? Where, where do you think this uh, one's landing?
2: I'm a LIJ guy. I gotta go with LIJ. But I think this is gonna be a good match. And I think where Gorillas of Destiny are right now, I'm really anticipating seeing them facing off with the Briscoes sometime soon.
1: Them boys! <laughs> um, I'm with you. I'm going Los Inger, de Japón. Evil Ensenada. I... I have nothing against G.O.D. I'm actually huge G.O.D. fans. But, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not nearly picking... as
2: big of a fan as them as you are.
1: Uh, but be... I haven't
2: been around long enough either.
1: Right. And to be fair, um, Dominion is known as a title-changing pay-per-view so often. And this is honestly uh, the only title I pick changing. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a few of these wrong. And just my luck, this will be one of them I get wrong, and they actually keep the title, and everybody yeah, else Yeah, I could use the win
2: after pit. this week anyway. So.
1: <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with uh, Los Ingerbernobiles de Japón. What's up next?
2: The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's right, folks. Dragon Lee defending his championship against the, the winner of the best of the Super Juniors, Will Ospreay. Fuck yeah.
1: It'll give me a good one. It's, fuck, the fans are the winners. The fans are the winners. That's all I can say, baby. I'm looking forward to this.
2: Uh, Once again, Will Ospreay probably doesn't rub me the right way all the time, but coming off of his big win
1: last weekend, I think think it's a shoo-in. So... Yeah, I, I'm on the other end. I think, like like I said, I'm, I'm not changing a lot of titles. Dragon Lee has done so good for himself, and he's so, so fucking impressive. And I think Will Osprey is over no matter what, and Dragon Lee, as I said, is, is really making a name for himself and getting over with the uh, mainstream American audience. I think they're going to keep it on him. I think he's, he's a good liaison to uh, the American audiences who like the NXTs and the 205 Lives. Hey,
2: don't get me wrong, I won't take anything away from Dragon Lee's work in the ring. I just know that the last Lee was Brandon, and so you can't be those two things.
1: Um, aren't you forgetting a Lee?
2: It was Bruce Lee, Brandon Lee. He was the last dragon, passed away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs)
1: What about, uh, what about the guy that plays Dave Seville in the Chipmunks movies, huh?
2: Oh, oh, God. What the fuck is his I, my name? I, is I, ca- I, I, I was calling my this out like Earl. I was all
1: cool, and now I yeah, can't yeah. think of his name. It's not Jason <laughs> Lee, but it's similar to that. It, 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 I Lee? think it is
3: Jason Lee. Is it Jason Lee? That I think it's sound Jason right to me. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, well,
1: we'll yeah. just say it's Jason Lee. Make me sound good. All right. He's a good Lee.
2: Yeah, no, I think Osprey's is taking this one. I think he just won a big match, and I think you got to capitalize off that. Otherwise, that tournament mean, means nothing, and this isn't money in the bank here. so
1: Too right. This is not money in the bank. With that being said, we got the IWGP Intercontinental Championship on the line.
2: It is Jason Lee.
1: Oh, rock on. So mm-hmm. I was right, and I, I argued with myself. What an asshole. One half of the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi.
2: The best part is the other guy, and my name is Earl, is named Ethan Suppley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Suppley?
2: No wonder I, they're I, such good friends.
1: I want to be there when Suppley goes, Suppley, and then Jason Lee goes, Suppley. <laughs> <laughs> and then they that's, crush
2: each other, Suppley.
1: That's, um, I have no life, I think. One half of the Golden Lovers, uh, Kota Ibushi taking on Fat Mac's second favorite in all of New Japan, Tetsuya Naido.
2: I think he's my favorite Japanese wrestler. I think that's easy for me to say.
1: It's hard to say he's not. Yeah, I mean, I say he's not, but he's right at my second and close.
2: I mean, there's so many great Japanese wrestlers, but just the character, the the movements, just, just... Everything I get from him is just raw energy, and I love it.
1: There is no downside to Naito.
2: I like Coda. I would like him better if, you know, his relationship meant enough for him to leave Japan.
1: Oh, Pasty went there. I did. I did. So what do you expect? Didn't you um... see
2: step three on how to be elite? He's sitting (laughs) in the corner crying.
1: So you expect um, Renee Young to leave WWE?
2: Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Her contract is coming up. And I don't think she's re-signing. I think if she sticks around and Moxley does really well outside the company, Vince is going to make it more and more punished. difficult for her. Yeah. Easily. He's not going to give we a all shit. all know
1: that. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last.
2: No. I mean, she's got some protection now because of the internet and everybody. Like, if if he starts shitting on her now, everybody's going to call them out on
1: her. Eh, uh, that doesn't matter to, to Vince. No, 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 it doesn't.
2: He's... Was just the back Triple in Saudi H, Arabia yes, today,
1: but yeah, yeah. Uh, so who do you got here for the IEC title?
2: Oh, I'm a Naito guy. I'm, I'm, I'm Naito all Naito. That needs to be a T-shirt that I would buy.
1: I like that. I do. <laughs> um, a hundred percent. I'm always with you with that pasty Naito. For some reason, for some reason, pasty, I'm sitting here saying. I don't think he wins it and Kota Ibushi keeps it. And there was just something, I didn't I think even want New to Japan, type it.
2: I think if you're New Japan and knowing Omega's off on his own doing his own thing, I think you want to keep Ibushi, and so I don't think you're in the wrong to think that.
1: I guess, maybe that's what was in the back of my head when you, you I You rub I was him the right way, you
2: keep him around, make him your golden lover. Right. But yeah, Naito, man. <laughs> that's all you gotta say. Abushi is great. abushi's great, but... He is. Naito is what I like in wrestling. So. But this next match is also very much what I like in wrestling. Two of the goats. I can't wait to see... The Rainmaker versus
1: the... The, the Lion the,
2: Tamer. No, not the Lion Tamer. The the uh, Judas Effect.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: What if they I mean, both very spin similar. into each other and hit those moves at the same time? That'd that is cool.
1: awesome. Pay- they better book that. They <laughs> better book that because that would be awesome. Kazuchika rip him in, and as soon as he hits him with that rainmaker, Jericho also hits him with the Judas effect. Yeah, uh-huh. that's awesome.
2: Fuck, you oh. could end it. You could end it with they're both unconscious. You could you you let, let have this a match go a while. Have it go like fucking forty minutes. And yep. have an end like that. Have a, have cool a double. Uh, you know this isn't Jericho's last match, and you know this isn't their last match. You know,
1: and that would be awesome to build a story with a double, mm-hmm. a double count out or a double knockout like that, for sure.
2: And it would finally, it would give some credibility to that weak ass elbow of Jericho's. And
1: yeah. to be fair, I know there's a lot of uh, American listeners who only listen or only watch WWE who are going to be like. That sounds like a really shitty finish and and people shit on those kind of finishes all the time. You are right other than if you know the kind of match these two could have mm-hmm. and the fact that this is their first match together and you hope there's at least going to be a second one, I think that would be a perfect ending well, after this, like this a, has a gotta 28 be a Yeah, hard. after a 28 minute match to see them both just go for the Hail Mary and then just both be down?
2: And honestly, oh. You're not working together, but we know you are. So let's just say Chris Jericho gets the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and then goes back to, to All Out, and he has that title and stands to win their title. And, like, that makes it even better when Hangman takes it. Oh, yeah. I'm still Hangman's – everybody says he's too, it's too soon for him, but I think, no, you just start this company. This is when you need to build your guy.
1: I'm really on the fence and I'm just gonna have to wait till that time comes to to think where I think they're gonna pull the the trigger. Um I think so, I think
2: if he would have fought Pac and won, everybody would say now that he's ready. Uh, but that that match didn't happen and so mm-hmm. nobody's giving them credit. But it's like it's like what you you've never seen him in a world. match before. You've never seen him in Ring of Honor New Japan. Come on guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's he's definitely come a long way from, from his days in ROH and shit yes. yeah for sure and
2: the fucking look like I was not sold out. he looked like basic as fuck when I first started watching him to me anyway I was yeah. just like yeah. whatever but seeing him come to the ring during the battle royal at, at double or nothing was just fuck yeah he's, he's on the level of Triple H or Shawn Michaels in their prime right now look wise in the ring I haven't seen enough lately
1: but we yeah. will Oh, we're going to see a lot more of him. Mm-hmm. And then, folks, we did have a tiebreaker for this one. And we did, for the first time ever in Beefsticks Sticks podcast history, we did a pre-tiebreaker, which means our tiebreaker happened before the pay-per-view. You want to let them know what that was, Pasty?
2: Yes. We decided to put our tiebreaker on who would win the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Mac brought this up to me the morning of the tournament. Said we had to get these picked out before it aired, or it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. So, Obviously. on a whim, I picked Osprey.
1: And I picked my man Shingo. And I won the tiebreaker. So, if we come up to a tie, Pasty, you're taking it, baby. Yes, and This one I don't think is going to come to a tiebreaker. No, I'm, I don't I'm think worried so. that you're going to win this one. I'm really worried you're going to I win actually this one, strategically
2: but. picked a couple of the same ones as you just so it would less likely wind up in a tiebreaker. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> yes. Oh. Then, Pasty, we have the talk of the week.
2: Yeah, so many people are raving about this being one of the best NXT takeovers of all time.
1: Yeah, I'm really. You and I, you and I did not walk
2: away from it with that same feeling. There was no. some great matches here. Truly. There was, and everything, I mean, as, as looking at it as a wrestling product, amazing. Looking at it as NXT TakeOver, and what we've been getting, and, and what they needed to answer back with, if they are WWE's answer to All Elite Wrestling. And it wasn't there.
1: Just not up to par. Not up to par. And let's mention, this is the very first ever TakeOver with that's not writing on a WWE pay per view. Yes, so for that on reason it's alone, so- they should have just upped the ante. Yeah,
2: it could have been longer. <laughs> I mean, I was. I think people would have been overall. Okay with that. I don't think I looked at this as negatively as you did in the outcome.
1: Probably not, but that that tends to be that tends to be our characters, though, doesn't it? Yes, I tend to be a little more. You you tend to be a little more um, devil's advocate, and I tend to be a little more critical
2: yeah no i i think it's it's at least for me i try to i try to watch everything individually in its own light without comparing it too much to other things
1: yeah but i had to, for this being nxt yeah, takeover yeah. 25 i had to compare it to all the other takeovers yeah.
2: yeah but let's get into this because i want to get into the debates on which matches i thought were really good that you might not agree with
1: yeah, let's do it.
2: Cuz this is this is where the meat of the meat and the bones of the show is going to be, I think this week, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, our, our, uh, Does this have as much of a complaint for you as MLW does for Fury Road?
1: No. No. Okay. okay. No, no. MLW much much more disappointed. I'm There's uh, there's no way I'm giving this a C minus or a okay. C or a D. Okay. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> if I was judging it only on takeovers, it actually might get that low of a grade, but I'm not yeah, going to judge yeah, it only yeah. on takeovers. Yeah. That's the hard part cuz
2: I would almost like to judge things in their own bubbles, but that's that's too much leniency in at least in WWE's case. Yeah. But um yeah, we we started this off with Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong in a match that went over 5 minutes. Just what I was hoping for. <laughs> It was, um, I would say, as solid as I hoped, not seeing Matt Riddle very often. And, I mean, Roderick is always great. And, and from what I've heard, if you like Roderick, if, if you think he's a great wrestler, you should go back and watch NXT from this week because he blew some minds this week too. I got to do that still. But, yeah, Matt yeah. Riddle defeated Roderick Strong. Uh, I don't know. You got anything in particular to say about this match? It was a good opener, and it was it, it was a good showcase of Riddle.
1: Yeah, I've always been open that I've I've never been a huge Roderick Strong fan, going back to uh, his his Ring of Honor days, and and I think he's probably the least of the uh, Undisputed era. But I still love the Undisputed era, and I think that Roderick Strong blossomed in nxt which you don't always see that you do see that sometimes but you Mm. see people like uh, nakamura that changed his style up uh kenta who um went on to be i always forget what his wwe name is pasty uh
2: uh hideo atami yeah
1: tommy which he's gone again now right back to kenta again yeah he went back. yeah so um so there's some people that don't
2: release he got to be one of the lucky ones
1: exactly so roddy um Was never one of my favorites, but he's really done so much better. I think being around the Undisputed era and maybe even I want to see a
2: sixty minute Iron Man match with Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano. That's where I'm at with Roddy right now. I'm putting him on the same level as Gargano. That's
1: that's 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 blasphemy. He he might be a couple of
2: steps down, but I mean he's Um, he's he's getting damn good.
1: I will say, out of what I think of Roderick Strong, on average. And what I've seen from Matt Riddle so far in NXT, I think this was one of both of their best matches, yes. and uh, this was a great way to start the show, and I think both these guys went into this match saying, "Let's this is 25, let's steal the fucking show from everybody. I think that's what they said. I don't think they did it, but I think that's what they said. Um, I love this. I, I super loved it. Uh, I did pick Matt Riddle because they've been so high on him and because I Mm -hmm. think Roddy could afford to lose, being that I was picking Undisputed Era for everything else going up. You can't have them all (laughs) He was your scapegoat. I mean, he's the only one
2: who wasn't there the whole time.
1: Yeah. So um, there you go.
2: I'm still waiting for Roderick Strong to turn. Maybe now that, well,
1: well, never mind.
3: (laughs) I'm
2: still waiting for Roderick Strong to turn.
1: You know what, I think it's too obvious that he'd be the one to turn, and I'm almost thinking maybe like uh Fish. Fish <laughs> Fish or O'Reilly, but you know, one of the one of the them two, but I think Fish. I think Fish has the charisma to go on his own. More so I think I think Fish and Adam Cole have the most charisma out of the four. Yeah,
2: yeah. And
1: I don't think Adam Cole's gonna turn on his own group that he's unofficially the leader of. So I think Fish would be the one to do it, and I think that'd be great.
2: I just think Fish and O'Reilly, they're, they're an established tag team, and I think they can keep that even without the group, and, and therefore Roddy. I mean, it would be very obvious, but I think they could still make it really good.
1: You know, this goes goes uh, uh, a little bit with um...
2: cheese. Everything goes with cheese.
1: Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on, on the New Japan group that I, I, I like the one and not the other. Uh, 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 Trent Breda. Best Friends. It- Uh, Yeah, yeah, and and, and Chucky T. I'm not a big Trent Beretta fan. I love Chucky T. I I was never a huge Kyle O'Reilly fan, a big Bobby Fish fan. Kyle O'Reilly started with Adam Cole as future shock, Mm. which is actually, I I believe, I'm assuming is where the shock the system line came from when they first came in. They were shock the system. And that whole time, I was always like, Adam Cole's the man, Kyle O'Reilly isn't. And that Adam Cole turned heel. They should hold up up shockers when
2: they pose.
1: <laughs> two in the stink, or two yeah, in the pink two, and one in the, in the pink, stink. That should yeah. be that should be their logo. That should be. Well, they they almost do. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. They, the E part they do actually they do with the E. It's just it's a just wide pussy. Out. It's a big pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference. Wow, pasty. They do a, they do a one in the pink and one in the stink, and they do a two in the uh, pink the, and one in the stink, tickling wow. the taint. <laughs> now that you said that, they do it. <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of Undisputed Era Pasty, ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, I don't remember if I said this last week or not. I know I was thinking it. Street Profits are crime
2: time. That's that's what we said last week.
1: Well, no. Yes, we did say that, and I do agree with that. This is probably the least ladder match I'd look forward to in all of NXT history. There really isn't much to get you excited. I know we mentioned that... that you know, we were only big on one of the teams, really.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lorcan and Birch have been around for a little while, but they haven't had hardly any takeover time. No. And none of the rest of the teams have had any takeover time.
1: No. Well, but other than undisputed era.
2: Being being introduced to the Forgotten Sons, I like them now. And I think this was what we were not looking forward to this at all, I think this turned out to be a much better match, and I don't think I paid nearly enough attention to it, because I I feel like there was a lot more to appreciate
1: than what I even do. Um, I... I was pleasantly surprised. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I still think it's probably the my least favorite ladder match in at least takeover history. I I don't think it was very much that enjoyable. What I will say is, um, who's the other uh, forgotten son?
2: The third guy. I don't remember what his name was. But he, he, was...
1: he, they sold me on him. Yeah. Yep. They definitely sold me. on. He's him. the reason I like them more. Um, I also want to say forgotten sons, just aces and eights, but not as good. Uh-huh. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, I mean, it? yeah,
2: it's just another biker gimmick.
1: Yeah, I, was, I wasn't happy with This is like the first time I've really noticed them. I haven't been watching NXT but as much. But their,
2: their leader will be pretty good. So, I don't know. And uh, Street Profits, I, I'm not very familiar with them at all. But I enjoyed what I got from them, too. They were
1: very They well, were. Angelo Dawkins has been around forever in NXT, and he's been in one tag team to the next to the next, <laughs> and they just can't. They just throw them with random black guys and say, hey, it's going to work. Like, we'll find on. one that gels. It's such just, good shit. It's, just look at our banner on our Facebook page, <laughs> folks. It's such good shit. Um, so, needless to say, Undisputed Era did not win. Street Profits actually won, which surprised me. Out of the whole lot, that's the least I thought would have won. So I give them credit for that.
2: yeah yeah it was uh I liked the way they won too. Oh, it was fun, and then they said what it was like both both belts have to come down at the same time or something that was something they said halfway through the match
1: i I guess I didn't catch that, and I was actually paying attention to this one yeah
2: I, I I'm pretty sure I heard them
1: say that I think they both just have to be yeah I think <laughs> like they both have to be down, yeah, no,
2: but given the fact that we weren't looking forward into this going in i I didn't pay. Half as much attention to those matches I should have yeah, but what I saw I, was, I
1: was enjoying it, it. yeah wasn't as good as it it was better than it should have been not as good as it could have been Let's well that's the that thing way. like takeover is
2: so good at catering to people who only watch takeovers and don't watch weekly NXT yeah and, and this match didn't do that at all you know what I mean
1: no I agree but
2: they're in a point well, like where they said, need to start establishing new people. So yeah,
1: like you said, so many of these guys just haven't even been on takeovers, mm-hmm. and that's on us. We should be uh, takeover is such a great product. We should be better at watching that. It's I, just, I, man, I, you really got to delegate it's, yourself. It's, summertime nowadays.
2: is coming up, and I don't see me going back to WWE anytime soon. Although they God, did, did no. crack that Bray Wyatt code thing, and the eight things he says are eight things in different promos, and then there's the last one. He's the things he says in the eight different promos are are the exact titles of his show of each episode of his Firefly Funhouse show. So there's one more and then he'll probably debut. So I might watch that episode. But I might yeah, just catch the highlight. Yeah, I wasn't a
1: highlights. big fan of when he busted out the mask. He kind of, meh. Yeah. Oh, I like the the, mask. the latest one. It was like, uh.
2: "You didn't like the muscle man dance?" Uh,
1: uh, I have Oh, I haven't seen that one yet, but and I'm then pretty Vince, sure I the Vince not gonna Puppet like with Devil one. Horns. He's got a Vince Puppet with Devil <sighs> Horns. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like that. Oh, I really, it. It seems like they're going more now to the um, House of Horrors match or whatever it was eh. and less, less of the actual you know, uh, um, broken universe like it started as. So it's like you're getting too kiddie and less crazy. Stick with the crazy and awkward. I like awkward, weird, and crazy. I like that. Uh, but that has nothing to do with this, neither here nor there, believe it or not. But one place that is here and there is North America, Pacey.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's here, there, and everywhere, kind of. <laughs>
1: well, everywhere everywhere in North America.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream took on Tyler Breeze to defend you his championship.
1: Are, you uh, and I are going to disagree on this one, Luke.
2: I haven't seen Tyler Breeze wrestle in so long. This match was such a treat. I love them playing off each other. Breeze is better than Dream. Okay? I'm going to say that right now.
1: In ring, in character, both? What?
2: Maybe not the character. I would like Breeze without the fucking stupid supermodel gimmick. Just be okay. a fucking good wrestler, but don't be Dolph Ziggler, because I think he he walks a fine line there. True. If he's too generic, he's Dolph Ziggler. But, um... <coughs> no, before... Fashion Police was taken off of Raw or SmackDown or whatever the fuck they were on,
1: and put just back on YouTube or whatever. I, Which I don't even think it's on there anymore, is it?
2: No, it's done. I mean, mm. fondango has been out with an injury forever, that's why Breeze supposedly went back to NXT. It's better than not being used. Which is fine. He, yeah.
1: He's way better here than there. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: Uh, and, and obviously, Breeze has to pass the torch down. But I liked what these guys did I liked what they did it might not have been the best Velveteen dream match but it was
1: really good to
2: see Breeze in the ring again
1: see I the the biggest problem <coughs> is that when Tyler Breeze went back to NXT it hearkened me to when Tyler Breeze was originally in NXT and he had some of the best fucking matches most enter- maybe hey. not the best in ring super good in ring but so entertaining And these two have such a similar character that it should have worked so well. And like the selfie, when he's like, Here, you want a selfie? Here's a fucking selfie. I loved that. That was awesome. That was awesome. (laughs) But no, this is far from Velveteen's best match, way far from Tyler's best NXT match. And I don't think... I think the two characters being so similar... Is oil and oil a bad thing? It was almost like oil and oil, if that's a bad thing. Um, I liked the match. It, again, this is better than anything I would have watched on WWE if I watched WWE yeah, lately. Yep, yep. And this was better than watching a three-match, one-hour card on MLW that wasn't what I was promised. So I, I give them that. I, I super give them that. But again, I was for both Tyler Breeze and Velveteen, I was disappointed. Tyler Breeze, I don't hold him to it. He's been stifled for so long. Yeah, I I don't expect he would have his best match on this card. But I was hoping Velveteen Dream would maybe get it out of him. Uh, I but still didn't. hope
2: that this is a a, a a series of matches. I hope. I hope it is. I hope they go again and Breeze takes it, and then they have the third one where Dream, you know, caps it off the way he should. Yep. And then maybe also, Dream goes to the main roster and Breeze stays back. I'd be okay with that, too. I know, but I'm so scared. I don't want him to go. To the I main don't. Roster. I, know. I know. Send him to 205 Live. At least he'll be, you know, wrestling there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just
1: he might. He, I think he's too big uh, for 205 Live.
2: He needs to write out his... They, everybody in NXT needs to write out their contracts in NXT <laughs> and then go to AEW.
1: Triple H needs to fucking pull a coup and just buy NXT and be another brand, you know? Right. AEW, NXT, MLW, ROH, Impact, WWE. It's a mutiny. I like it.
2: We're seceding from the WWE. Oh, that'd be beautiful.
1: (laughs) That would be so awesome. It'll never happen, but it'd be awesome. It
2: it might someday. You gotta think, (laughs) Triple H has gotta be getting pretty fed up with this shit.
1: He is, but he knows the old man's going to die sometime and WWE's worth too he's much not, money to try though. to start your he's own thing. He's not, The
2: Sometimes. reason he's not liable for any wrestler's death is because every time they die, it extends his life his by another 30 years.
1: <laughs> he t- he's like the Shang song of professional wrestling. <laughs> your soul is mine.
2: No shit, Mortal Kombat's not a game. It's just the reality of what it's like to work in <laughs> WWE.
1: Kind of. I mean, hell, fucking uh, Ronda Rousey's in Immortal um, Kombat <laughs> right? 11.
2: She's trying to tell
1: us something. Uh, <sighs> but they gave him time. I like that. They did give him over 15 minutes, and I I think they should have, although I, I don't think it helped in my opinion. But Next I we liked. have the NXT It Women's wasn't my Challenge. favorite match. I, yeah. but I, I wouldn't expect it. it
2: would be. Second favorite match on the card, probably.
1: Okay. Women's Championship: Shayna Baszler defeated Io Shirai the to Fucking bitch again, again. Championship. When is she going to lose? I don't know. I know why the bet main her, roster needs God, you, Shayna.
2: Lose. You know, Ronda's gone. It'd be a good time. And Then when she comes back, you can feud. And then the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen can happen. Just lose it. Give it up. Give it up. I'm I'm sick of watching her with the title. That's where I'm at right now. This was the shortest over. match this, of the
1: night, Pasty, but um it, it's weird. I remember actually enjoying this match, but I honestly can't remember any of it.
2: The fact I the remember the fact of the, of the matter ones, is Shayna Baszler wrestled her last three championship matches without the help of anybody. And in this yeah. match she had to have the help again. Like that that really put the damper on the fire for me.
1: Yeah. That's when I thought that she was going to lose. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I was hoping you know? for. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, shit, I'm losing this one because I knew I picked Shayna just out of complacency. You know, I was like, okay, Shayna, yeah. The same reason I picked <laughs> Triple H and fucking, you know, in the...
2: Well, it's the same, That's the exact reason why I picked Shayna the last like, seven takeovers. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a safe bet. So, yeah. yeah, I picked her out of complacency. And, and then, yeah, when when she needed help, I was like, she's losing. Because she hasn't needed help the last few right. times, and now that she needs help, Io Shirai is going to even come, o- you know, way over the odds. But
2: mm-hmm. and then Candice LeRae comes out. Holy shit, it could happen. Nope.
1: And Io deserves better. She she deserves it.
2: I think she'll be the one to get it.
1: Maybe on the Will next
2: takeover. Though... I don't know. It's... She could always get called up and join the Kabuki Warriors.
1: That would be super awesome. Just to be honest.
2: And then they never that would get
1: be used. Super awesome. <laughs> um, I don't care. I like them. They're going and to be we had, the
2: ineffective new day of the women's division.
1: Then we had our main event pasty, which features literally my two favorite WWE wrestlers oh, fuck currently yeah. on the roster.
2: This match like was, how
1: do you how do you pick who you want to win on this one? You don't. You pick who you think's going to win. Yeah, because these are literally this is one of
2: those we we won matches.
1: Yeah, even out of I mean, you can take New Japan, you can take MLW, you can take AEW, you can take Impact, you can take the main roster NXT, you can take all of these, put them together. Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano are going to be in your top ten best wrestlers of all time. I'm going on a, a big whim here, too. Five. For for the, the,
2: As mediocre as the rest of the NXT TakeOver card was, this match is on par with any of the hottest fire NXT TakeOver has ever done.
1: Oh my gosh, this match was... I mean, you couldn't go wrong with these two.
2: It's hot fire. I watched this match three too times amazing. in a row. Too amazing. Oh my God, so many false finishes. I... Oh my God.
1: So many times I thought it should have ended. And, and I'm like, I didn't watch it three times in a row, but I did watch it twice. <laughs> and the first time I watched it, there were so many times I was like, God, it should have ended here, and they're going to keep it going and do something dumb. And it, oh, it should have ended here. Oh, it should have <laughs> ended here. And not always for my pick, you know. Yeah. And by the time the end came, I was like, oh, this is really good. But God, there were so many times it could have ended it before. And then the second time I watched it and I knew when the ending was coming, I was like, Oh my god. No, they they planned this out perfectly. It's they so told good. just the most amazing story.
2: This There's a strong chance this is my favorite Johnny Gargano match on NXT. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like wow. I I didn't expect Adam Cole to come in. A, I mean, I know he's great, but I did not expect him to step in for Champa and step up this way. I did. <laughs> Well, I know you not
1: even winning. I mean, just like (laughs) performance-wise, for sure. Adam Cole is so gifted.
2: Tell you it's that roster. Wait till Vince takes a look at him. Who's this vanilla midget?
3: Yeah.
1: Too much good stuff happened in this match. They went over thirty minutes, pasty. There's a lot of Iron Man matches in WWE that have not gone over thirty minutes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's sad uh, that is kind of sad but that's, that's also another story but yeah um, this match is just too fucking good you have to go out of your way to watch it it is 32 minutes so dedicate some time to it expect to spend some time but it is 32 minutes that goes by in 14 minutes
2: yeah it's ridiculous
1: even the second time around and I'm assuming the third time <laughs> around right it yeah. still went by quickly yep yep. oh shit yeah ah uh, Yeah,
2: no, This when when you messaged me and you gave me your critique of the whole event, I was like, what are you talking about? Because I literally just got done watching this last match, and I was on that (laughs) fucking peak. Right. But honestly, this and Dream Breeze, those are my two matches for the whole card, and the rest of them I could care less about, I guess, at the end of the day. Riddle versus Strong was great. It was. So maybe those three matches retain... But the other two, I could
1: give them up and not give a shit and for a takeover, especially a takeover that's a uh, a monumentous event yeah um, def- you shouldn't have two matches there that shouldn't you be don't even need to there sh- you
2: shouldn't have one misfire on a on a fucking five match card when no. it's
1: takeover no no, not at all <laughs> um I will say I picked Col Cole. Cole gargano
2: for me made up for the whole show a whole lot
1: though uh, it helped. It didn't make up for it for me, but um, it definitely helped. One, I will say one thing. you can have, In a five-match card, you can have four amazing matches, and the main events suck, and it really drags the card down. So if you have four okay matches and the main event is awesome, it really picks it up. So having that main event being so awesome does pick it up a lot. I wish on you any
2: of the watch-throughs I would have taken some notes on the spots Cole and Gargano did. I'd love to sit either. here and describe it for you phones. guys. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna try. Just go on. And watch. that
1: wouldn't even do it justice. No. I mean you really gotta we we've said it in the past. The um, couple
2: of really good Canadian destroyers there though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um
2: And then do and, we did we, we mention before. that Cole was the one who won? Holy shit. I don't think we even said that.
1: Uh, I think I I think we said it just that I uh, don't maybe we didn't, I don't know. But I was I was going to say I picked Cole just out of loyalty and not necessarily expecting it. I was expecting what you said, Pasty, yep. that, that Gargano wouldn't lose it until Shampo came back. He's
2: not gonna lose it until Champa
1: returns. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Um but I'm glad I I'm glad I stuck with my soul because Adam Cole, my soul brother. I might have
2: been sad to, to lose the pick, me. but I was so happy to see him win. And his fucking oh. I loved when he's beckoning for the rest of the Undisputed Era to come out and it like threw Johnny for the loop. That was good shit. <laughs> right? Uh, Shayna should have did a- that shit. I would have liked that match a lot better.
3: Yeah. Just
1: too good of a match. Adam Cole, definitely worth it. He deserves it. North American champion, tag champion, NXT champion. You know, now he just needs to win UK and women's champion and he's got them <laughs> all at NXT. I'd be I'd be so okay with the entire undisputed era never going to the main roster. Yep,
2: no, they should, and I think Triple H wants to protect them especially but, um, over anybody else. I think because I think Triple H looks at I time. think Triple H looks at Adam Cole and he kind of sees a smaller version of himself.
1: Yeah, I I, I could see I look that at Adam it,
2: Cole and I see a small Triple H.
1: Yeah, I could see that without the uh, <laughs> without the attitude.
2: Yeah, but like. I the mean, way he carries attitude. himself, the the yep. leader, the the character,
1: the, the and the, and the yeah. look, and he's very cerebral, mm-hmm. super cerebral. And um, I will say, though, out of so many people, and I've said it in the past, that there's some people you just think would Vince would love, and he's got to do something well with. I think Vince could really do something good with Adam Cole, but we've said it in the past, and he's and he's fucked him up. So you you never know.
2: It's, yeah, and right now in WWE, it's really hard to say, because Kofi's still got the championship. Yeah. But I, I, I almost feel like Vince is so going to be... now. I think Vince is obligated. I think Vince has to give it to Kofi, because Big E and Xavier could walk away from the company and join AEW and be happy as shit. Kofi's the guy who's been there for 11 years. He's the one who's... Yeah, but- And if Kofi stays, Xavier and Big E are going to stay. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck, Big E's been out on injury... You've seen all of his awesome tweets; they're amazing. He said that none, nothing he says get can fired. get him fired.
1: I love it. <laughs> I can't get fired. I I don't think I don't think Biggie and Xavier may move the needle in AEW. Um, I think I, as much think, as I, I love it, Xavier. I've been a huge Xavier fan belongs of Xavier Woods
2: He belongs there. Back. He wouldn't do a whole lot there, but he belongs there. Those are his friends. That's you know.
1: Yeah, back when he was Austin Creed back in TNA. What are you going to do?
2: Dude, what is Vince going to do? Because I guarantee you, New Day is at Fighter Fest for the gaming part of the thing. They're going to be there in the video game tournaments. They have to be. It's Xavier Woods. I don't know. What's Vince going to do then? I swear it's
1: going to happen. I swear it's going to happen. I don't know. I just don't know, pasty. Um, so what do you think? Match of the night? I think we're both agreed on that one.
2: Fuck yeah. (laughs) Obviously it was Velveteen, Dream, and Tyler Breeze.
3: Shut up, you (laughs) fucker.
1: Um, Will you agree that that was the
2: second best match?
1: Um, no, no. Will you at least agree that it was really
2: good to see Tyler Breeze wrestling again?
1: Oh, for sure. No, I'm happy that Breeze is now going to have a platform. I am super ecstatic for that. I would give real Now that he's back in NXT, I think it would tonight.
2: be a safe time for him to drop the supermodel gimmick, and maybe, like, Dream takes that from him in the storyline. You know what I mean? Like... I like so he- the
1: supermodel gimmick. He could maybe, like, slowly phase it out, but keep the cockiness. Yeah, he could but be cocky. Personally do... The
2: cocky is great, but, like... The- I do
1: like the supermodel and the selfie stick thing. I, I personally like that myself. I would like to see a selfie stick on a pole match between him and the Dream.
2: <laughs> it will happen.
1: <laughs> and not only do they get to beat each other with it, but after they pin them, they take a selfie right. just like uh, Velveteen Dream. You roll did. them
2: up and you hold the selfie stick above you and smile at the camera while the rest making the count.
1: No, you don't even you don't even get a pin. You have to roll them up and take the selfie before they kick out.
2: You have to take three selfies.
1: <laughs> three selfies. <laughs> Well then you just do that auto snap thing, don't you?
2: <laughs> yeah, but it takes you longer to set that up, so then they're gonna kick out of that pin. Oh
1: man, you got a point, buddy. <laughs> this is getting deep. We got a whole fucking we got a whole story here. I like it. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <sighs> um, so grade. This is where we're gonna differ. It's gonna be interesting to see. I have not decided on my grade. I'm I'm making it right now, in the moment. If oh, I was grading this against
2: it? all on NXT takeovers it would be very low. Just
1: just grade it what what you are grading it. I want to say a B. Whether it's whether it's based on other things, whether it's not, whether it's just what what do you feel?
2: I want to say a B because the only match I'm very negative about is Baszler Shay. So so the the Riddle Strong could have been better, the latter match probably could have been a little bit better, but it it, it definitely impressed me for not knowing most of these people. At least not
1: like that. So you got B. I I'm going a strong C+. Plus. Go
2: right to B And minus. that
1: brings us at a B minus, yep. which is um which is good for any other wrestling show other than a takeover. That's a good grade. Yeah. A takeover that is disappointing, but um but any other show that's a good grade. Do uh,
2: You know what? Let's just give it a C+. Let's make a fucking statement.
1: Why? Well, I don't know. Fuck. I mean, is that what you want it to be, is a C+. Give it a
2: C-plus across the board.
1: All right. I'm changing yours to C-plus okay. then. It's a C-plus. If, if a I was statement. grading the
2: whole event on Cole Gargano, I'd get an A+. So, uh, you know. Oh,
1: just that <laughs> match alone. Match of the year candidate. Yeah, easy. chompa um, has got some gonna, got
2: some hard work ahead of him when he comes back.
1: That's going to be in our contention for uh, at, at our our beefy awards for sure.
2: Fuck, it could. And be then we go from that match, Cody and Dustin, and I don't know what else yet. We'll get there. Oh, but, can
1: we say uh, Cody and Dustin? Uh, Melter came out with his grades. Yeah, he the highest a grade on the whole show. Match. Right? That did not deserve a five star. Am I the only one that agrees with that? Uh, good match, but five, you've seen some of his. Five you know, if I matches. had to be
2: hard on it,
3: that
1: wasn't a five star. I love the, the emotion story.
2: was five star. The combat in you the were, match, probably not.
1: Yeah, let's say you were going back seven years from now and just watching that match on the AEW network, just like, oh yeah, Cody and. And Gold Dust wrestled once. i want to check that out. And you watched it. Are you going to walk away saying, that was five stars? I think
2: I probably would, just because no the way it makes you nothing? feel.
1: Really? With no backstory or nothing? For, yeah,
2: yeah. It didn't have any backstory really going okay. up to it. I don't know. You, you're no, going to look back Those on two, Undertaker, Ric Flair, about... and, and, and not call that a five-star match with all that blood?
1: I, I don't think Undertaker, Rick Flair was a five-star match. Undertaker, Ric Flair?
2: Am I wrong what there? What
1: fucking match is that?
2: Who, he... Wasn't it Undertaker? You about
1: Under, are you talking about Undertaker, Sean?
2: No, I guess I might be talking Sean Rick. Shawn Rick. Shawn? I might be talking Sean Rick.
1: Who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> either either way, I, I don't consider either <laughs> of them five stars. I,
2: I don't know. About. I liked it a lot. It was my favorite match on the card, and okay. therefore, I think it has to have the highest rating. If it's my favorite, I'm okay match with on the it card.
1: having the highest rating. Well, uh, I just didn't think it deserved at, five star. At
2: the worst, the worst I would grade is four and a half stars. So at
1: least he didn't. At least he didn't give it like a seven star. So I'll give him that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. he's done that. He didn't break the okay. mold for this match. So, yeah. And, and, I mean, it's fucking Cody and Dustin. Let them have one, please. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure.
2: They, they won't. It, it won't happen again.
1: No. And, Pasty, we go from an amazing WWE event to what is bound to be a super letdown. Yes. Oh, back in Saudi Arabia,
2: folks. Like I said earlier, when? start the pay per view by saying it's a hundred and two degrees in this
1: pit. Thanks. When will WWE fucking learn with the Saudi Arabia? Also,
2: shit? also, I did catch a little bit of the Usos versus the Revival, and and the crowd, all in American, chanting "Let's go, Uso!" But it's not the crowd; it's about twenty people in a pod. In the middle of where the the Saudi royal family sits, <laughs> and they're all wearing normal clothes; they're not wearing the white robes like they all wear. And so yeah. you got to assume they're plants, right? They've, They've been be planted plants. there to say these things to make it a more live event because there's not a lot of energy at these things.
1: No, and and that's but that, mean, that's, that's even when normal. you
2: surround the fucking ring with big ass lounge chairs for the royal family who don't even like wrestling. <laughs>
1: Well, and you know, foreigners are just different. We talk about how in Japan <laughs> oh, yeah. they're so quiet and everything that they just want to watch and they don't, you know, when it, yeah, I mean, it's, fuck, I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't know what the fuck it is. So, pasty on, on our screen, the folks at home don't know this, we got it kind of mixed up, but if we if we skip down to where it's color-coded...
2: All right, we'll just go by we that. We have to the actual
1: it. predictions, and okay. uh, well we have the actual results, and and I've color coded the predictions.
2: Which color am I?
1: <laughs> You're blue. I'm always yellow, buddy. Come on, man. And <laughs> then green is my both. Color. Okay. Well, blue and yellow <laughs> make green. That's how we know what's going on. I think I'm a simple-minded folk. Especially when I uh, have a few drinks in me. Oh my god, I had to go get my tabs today, Pasty. I don't want to go off subject, but we have to. Okay. Hey, anything to talk about the DMV. (laughs) Yeah, I had to go get my tabs for my card today. That's good fucking material. That's that's such good shit. (laughs) I'm not even going to get into how difficult it is for me to get a quote-unquote real license. If anybody's been to the DMV, you know what I'm talking about. That's a real thing, Pasty. If you didn't know, the United States now has... You can either get a driver's license or a real license. And it's called a real license. That's your fucking Trump shit. So
2: could you get in trouble for driving with a driver's license then? It's I fake. don't think it's so, a fake but ID. if you want to travel. It's a, it's
1: fa- right? No, By if, if go, no, it's a it's a uh, airplane thing. If you want to go on airplanes, you have to have this real ID. Which you need like twenty-five forms of fucking identification. Oh Jesus Christ. But that's that's besides the point. That has nothing to do with my story. I'm in there. And this guy from the local salvage shop, Pasty knows him well, Nelson. Good man. Maybe you don't. Good know man. Him.
2: Very Fuck, good man. I thought you knew. He's giving okay. me some good yeah. tires.
1: Yes. He come. Him. He comes in, and he got a a, a a truck from somebody, you know. And they're they're going through the normal questions, and they're like, "What color is it?" Uh, I don't know. Blue, green, brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? So, so the guy's like, well, "What color is it?" He's like, "I have no idea." So she walks around, she goes to the door. Which one is it? That truck right there? The red one <laughs> 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 This motherfucker. Blue, green, brown. <laughs> which truck? the red one? Oh, I went out. he was parked right next to me. It's fucking bright red. <laughs> like come on, motherfucker. I
2: mean the man scraps a lot of cars. <laughs> he deals with a lot of titles. I'm sure it's something you Why don't even drove see anymore. it
1: there. Come on. <laughs>
2: He's like Cody Rhodes before his wife set him straight. He doesn't see color.
1: I guess not. It's, uh, that was good, though, Pastey. I like how you slipped that in. Oh! Slipping it in! It's This isn't sexual. <laughs> did you see... I'm pretty sure John Cena's been listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah? You didn't see this?
2: I don't believe I... I haven't seen anything. If I'm you did, seeing. you would know what I'm talking about. Okay.
1: So he put out this uh, tweet about how... When you put your faith and trust and love in somebody and they don't give it back to you, it's one of the worst things in the world and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Did you see that or no? No. Okay. One line he says is, but if you're one of those people who always puts your love and trust out there, it's just like an albatross hanging on your neck. (laughs) I was like, damn, he's listening Ah! to our shit. I've never heard that albatross shit until we started talking about it. And here comes Cena busting out the albatross line.
0: Come on!
2: It's my albatross awesome. to bear. It I is. got my facial hair, my albatross to bear. That's right, that, that I've kept that song around since last week. And it's not even my I story.
1: It. I know, but it's good. It is good. But we should talk about this this clusterfuck of a fuck shit.
2: Oh, do we have to?
1: Yeah, So, I think you said who won the pre-show or not? No, we haven't
2: talked. I mean, no, I just said I watched part of it. I didn't even watch the finish. Like I said, I didn't want to make it awkward and, like, pretend like I hadn't seen it if we didn't do the results.
1: Folks, he treated the pre-show like a porno. He didn't even last to the finish. (laughs) Um, Uso's defeated Revival, apparently. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. Thanks
2: to the help of the plants in the crowd. Let's go yeah. Uso. Nobody chanced, Let's
1: go Uso. I'm pretty sure Mitchell was there too. Oh yeah. Does anybody catch that reference? No? Maybe? No? Huh? God, I hope there's one smart fan out there that caught that. Uh, Mitchell? Mitch? Mitch. Mitch. Mitch was out there. Mitch. Mitch. Mitch? No? The plant? You said there were plants in the audience. Oh
2: haha yes, Mitch. Mitch? Yes. I am getting you there getting now. now. Yes. It's uh, John Moxley. That's all you got. Yeah. John Moxley,
1: Chris Jericho, there you go. Mitch.
2: Can he come back in AEW? Is that a thing? I hope Mitch Do you makes think, an
1: appearance. I
2: mean, WWE both, doesn't both, have rights Jericho to Jericho and Moxley
1: are there. Yeah, I don't think they own the copyright of Mitch. I hope he makes an appearance. I hope Mitch makes an appearance. He better damn well make an appearance in the corner of John Moxley. <laughs> he It'd can use awesome. it
2: in a hardcore fashion. He can smash it over somebody's head or something. Oh,
1: you don't want to kill Mitch. <laughs> What if Jericho used it and it's like, oh shit! He killed Mitch, you bastard. Um, then the then the main show started. Uh, surprisingly, the Universal title, which I think most of us believe, Vince believes Jimmy is Jimmy Havoc main could title, give John
2: Moxley paper cuts with the leaves of Mitch.
1: He could, <laughs> and John Moxley could gouge into his head in the in the potted you know the broken pot. Uh, Not marijuana, but you know, <coughs> uh, universal title match. Usually, is the the most coveted title, but it's on first. But you know, that's fine. Um, it was only Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin. So yeah, I, I mean, guess,
2: Baron Corbin takes the down hole. <laughs> I think he does. God fucking why? It doesn't. There's you can't. There's no suspense here. No, <laughs> is Baron Corbin going to defeat no? Only, only needed- if Brock Lesnar was going to cash in.
1: Yeah. And actually, you know what? Uh, I was thinking when we when we made that uh, pre- prediction about the cash-in or not, yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe he does cash in, but maybe it's um, maybe it's on the WWE title and he, and he cashes in. That was Kobe. a lot of
2: people because he's been like on Raw. He hasn't been on SmackDown. He's been on Raw and he's been targeting Seth. But yeah. but he claimed on Raw this week that he was cashing in on Friday, and so everybody was up in arms saying, "Oh, maybe he'll cash in. He, he's probably cashing in on Cody, right? It's a big swerve." Oh, so this
1: was this wasn't an original thought. No, movie, no, I'm sorry. It?
2: I actually think well, I spoke on this before we even started. I'm
1: sorry. Maybe you did. Uh, I don't. I don't pay attention to you. Before. I set you up for, for failure. We had a lot of shit going on before we started. Pastie. Oh, I know. It was it was fucking stressful. Before We're, real recording. We're real close. We're real close. Um, Seth Rollins beat Corbin Duh <laughs> uh, I, I don't Did you watch any You watched the pre-show Just, did you watch, just like watch 10 minutes else, right?
2: of the pre-show And it was like a little bit of talking in okay. the beginning of the Usos revival match
1: So we got not much to talk about this But really we shouldn't spend much time on it Because it's stupid
2: <laughs> That's fine <laughs> Up next, we had the Intercontinental title. That's right. The Universal title opens for the Intercontinental title, and only because it's not on Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor defeats Andrade.
1: This is the only match I would actually love to watch, and I'm still not going to do it. Yeah. Honestly,
2: every time I looked at the, the lineup during the picks and when I'm making my picks and shit, I see Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin, but all I see in my mind is Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Which would have been a much better Universal Title match.
1: Much better, and then you could have Andrade versus Corbin. And then you Dolby
2: can have show. Seth Rollins do a, a, a power bomb on the apron to Finn Balor, and then Finn Balor can be injured but win the championship and then give it up the next day.
1: <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> it's not funny. It's <laughs> funny though. It is. <laughs> uh. Uh, then we had the best wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon, taking on the big dog, <laughs> Roman Reigns. And he
3: won.
2: I was right, folks.
1: <laughs> I didn't think Roman would lose, but how boring must this match have been? I'm never going to watch it, so I won't know, but how boring could this match have been? Oh, man.
2: This, this best in the world title has done wonders for Shane McMahon's wrestling career, though. He hasn't oh, lost no one. Shit, He's on an undefeated streak. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? It's ridiculous. was I, I'm hoping there was some kind of interference here.
1: <laughs> I
2: He's been paling around with Elias and Bobby Lashley and so I'd assume is Drew McIntyre on the card? No he's in the 50 man. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know Shane either. I guess Shane's beat Miz clean twice so there's always a
3: chance. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Then we had a handicap match. Lars Sullivan taking on Lucha House Party. All three of them pasted Grand Metalik, Kalisto, and Lince Dorado. You
2: know, I think Braun Strowman did this once. It wasn't on a pay per view,
1: though. Yeah, I think you're right.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah. So that yep. happened. Lars Sullivan won. Yep. You mm-hmm. let the racist guy go over on the Mexicans. Good job.
3: Way to
1: go, WWE! Yeah. Way to be progressive. Yep. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Triple H. Wow! I don't think anybody's seen that. Coming. Hell, he basically no. picked Randy Orton, but I still don't think. No, I, nope, I picked Batista at WrestleMania <laughs> too, baby. <laughs> yeah, I just it's figured I'd, I'd, I'd
2: ride, ride my barrel over the edge of Niagara Falls.
1: Right. Um, I, I, am curious. Um, I might look at Orton see deserves it more happened, than Batista but... though.
2: I'll definitely say that
1: he's yeah, put up yep, with more shit without
2: walking away. Like a crybaby.
1: Oh, he truly has. <laughs> um, Ron Stroman faced Bobby Lashley in the clash of the big men. Of course, Stroman went over. That's
2: Hey, don't say of course. Stroman hasn't done anything good lately. That's big for him. I know, but it's Saudi Arabia. Was the green belt on the, the line. Guys. That's my big question.
1: That's, yeah, is, yeah, what happened to the, was the green belt on the line in the 50-man battle royal is the question. Right,
2: and Brown's not there to defend it, so they, what, they strip him of the title partway through this event?
1: What the fuck is going on? I don't know,
2: I guess. I'll find out this weekend, (laughs) I'll cue you in next week, folks, unless you've already watched it, and then you can tell us in the comments, because I don't care about spoilers (laughs) at this point.
1: Oh, shit. No, (laughs) no none of us give a shit. WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston uh, defeated Dolph Ziggler in a duh
2: match. <laughs> Kevin Owens isn't back. gonna go to go, gonna go to Saudi Arabia. Let's get Dolph. He's been there every time. That's the last. That's the only title. time. That's the only time he's in WWE anymore. He was in the but, Royal Rumble. Think about this. But he, the
1: last title Dolph Ziggler won, he gave the fuck up. Yep. He won the I wasn't it IC title. Yeah, right? it was the, or what was I it? Think, maybe u.s or I.C. i you think probably
2: it'd be easier to lay down
1: the u.s title to be honest whichever one he did he won it and he was like fucking give it up yeah and then he came back trying to win the title and he never gave us a reason
3: <laughs> what was
2: that i don't know if they, they wanted to redo like i said they wanted to redo owens and then owens said he wasn't gonna go
1: which is cool yeah. in solidarity yeah. to his friend as far as we understand
2: it's just nice to know that they look at Owens and they're like, "Who are who's going to replace Owens?" Dolph Ziggler. That, that's Ziggler. the level Owens is on now, guys.
1: <sighs> I'll tell you what: if, if it was me and I was in WWE Creative and they were like, they were like, oh, Owens backed out. Who do we got? I would I would have fucking easily, without a question, somebody even better than Owens. I would have went Mansour. <laughs> Uh, Without question, who the
2: fuck is Mansoor?
1: <laughs> Mansoor won the 50 man battle royal, which they're they're touting as the largest battle royal ever in WWE history. Is that because they're not considering the Royal Rumble a battle royal? Because didn't they just have a 50 man Royal Rumble? Well, the
2: greatest Royal Rumble was a 50 man. Yeah,
1: yeah, but they're touting the fi- the the 50 man battle royal here as the largest battle royal in history. Well,
2: maybe they're just talking about the 50 man battle royal. As a general subject,
1: well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I
2: mean, if they're both 50 men, then they're both the largest battle royals in history. Tied.
1: But that doesn't make sense. That's like saying that the first man on the moon, the second man on the moon, is also the first man on the moon because he was there also. Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they can't both be the est, Well, this couldn't the be the ESC second of NXT of NXT. biggest Royal
2: Rumble because it's got 50 as well.
1: Well, it could be if there was fucking 51. <laughs> well, then it would be the biggest. Either that or you just call it a regular 50-man battle royal and don't say it's the largest. Not everything has to be But they want to make be it ESD. be big in
2: Saudi Arabia, man.
1: Yeah, well, They're progressive. Fucking they fucking won. They, they, they How were, big is they that? They were an
2: hour and a half from having the first women's match in Saudi Arabia today. And the government's like, nah, fuck that shit.
1: They're like, fuck that. Not only do you not get that, but for asking for it, our man Mansour is going to win the Battle (laughs) Royal. That's what you get for asking for women to compete. Mansour is winning. Who is Mansour? Is he the greatest wrestler we have in Saudi Arabia? No, he's the fucking janitor. If
2: I'm working real hard and don't shower for a few days, I get some Mansours.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what. I got a Mansour that one time when I went into the bathhouse and I didn't realize what a bathhouse was. Oh, was I sore from that man. You get a man
2: sore every time Vince fucks you without a condom and Vaseline.
1: You know, when you when you when you blow a dude who has the herps, you get a man sore in your mouth. Yeah, that's
2: not a good place to have a man sore.
1: Well, you know, you take a man sore where you can get a man sore, I, I guess.
2: <sighs>
1: what I want I want to see Mansore take on Mantar.
2: And Luchasaurus.
1: Do you remember Mantar? No.
2: Yes, but no. I don't remember. <laughs> I know who he is because we do this podcast.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. I want to see Mansor versus Mantar. That's what I want. Okay. That's that's all. I, for the title of the best of the 50-man battle Can, can Luchasaurus it's at two. least be
2: a guest referee?
1: He's the guest ref, okay. yeah, for sure.
2: Or hanging in a shark cage <laughs> above the ring. Oh,
1: by the way... Speaking of uh, luchas and masks and and fun stuff, we didn't get Daga on the MLW pay-per-view either, so I didn't get to see my gummy tongue, and I was disappointed. I wanted my gummy tongue. Sucks to suck. Then we got The Undertaker defeating Goldberg in almost a 10-minute match, which had to have put everybody to sleep. (laughs) The only thing I know of this match is I did see a steal a steal a steel picture. it was engraved etched even i seen a still picture a screen grab if you will of the undertaker delivering a tombstone to goldberg and just in that still it looks like he broke his fucking neck nice so hey, i'm that not would sure. be undertaker
2: saying this will show vince keep well, bringing the, me back in the
1: comments in the comments, I, I seen them say that there was a lot of botches in the match. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> Would you expect anything else?
1: <laughs> but I don't expect Undertaker to botch a tombstone. So just the way it looked, and I could be wrong. It was just one still picture. You know what I right. mean? It was a screen grab. He could have still gotten uh, the adjust
2: man, lifting bad. him up the quarter
1: of an inch or whatever. Ah, it didn't. Not the way it looked because it was with his head down and cocked. Ooh. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Undertaker won, Goldberg lost. Whoever thought Goldberg would beat Undertaker in Saudi Arabia is stupid. I
2: guess I'm dumb. <laughs> it was his first time in kidding. Saudi Arabia I expected something out of him.
1: Um, he's Jewish, And I Jewish mean, it's a 10-minute match. If it he's Jewish. Okay. His name's Goldberg. They weren't going to let him win.
2: <laughs> I guess you got a point. I, I always. What is this is really. I don't doing know. Over I guess. Here, I'm not entirely educated on just how backwards it is over there. I learn it's more and more every backwards. time I look into it, but.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun. Just ask Khashoggi. Oh wait, you can't. <laughs> Folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just just throw in your Google machine. We he'll be can explain that.
2: He'll be appearing as a very special guest on the next episode of Deal or No Deal, if you know what I'm talking about.
1: I know what you mean, buddy. What's in case 12? I know what you mean. <laughs> we got his earlobe. <laughs> so basically, we got a little bit of extra time. Uh, I mean, how do we even. We didn't watch this. Is it even worth picking a favorite match or a grade? Or do we give it an F because it's Saudi Arabia?
2: I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I, I'm still going to watch it. Like I said, I'm.
1: You can, and you can even pick a a best uh, match. I'm okay with that.
2: I kind of, I wonder if or how many times the 24-7 title changed hands in the 50-man battle royal.
1: I think it would have told us if it did. You would hope? Ah, I don't know. I went through Wikipedia. Wikipedia is usually through because there's so many um, wrestling fanatics. So there was nothing
2: on the 24-7 title except for the Jinder Mahal, R-Truth getting it from Jinder on the airplane.
1: I guess when he was sleeping, yeah. yeah.
2: See, I, they're doing better with it because we are getting these segments, like the golf course segment and and the airplane where it's not in the arena. But it's 24-7, man. we should They should have a YouTube channel dedicated to it.
1: But also, couldn't we keep it strictly to a YouTube channel and spend that time on having longer quality matches? Yeah. Or giving that match time to somebody who's underutilized and hasn't had a match for f- seven weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get, yeah, oh, the 24 title match is for a guy. Who, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's comedy. It
3: is.
2: It's, it's for our truth. That's why that, he's been your main champion the whole time.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And that's, it's his, it's it's what he deserves. And he deserves better than it, to be honest but it's something he
1: has something it's and tangible. he's using it and it gives him airtime and I'm happy for that mm. because don't forget Ron Killings who is our truth is a former NWA champion folks yes the same title that Harley Race, Rick Flair, Dory Funk Jr. all held yeah Ron Killings is a former NWA champion he he is a real wrestler believe it or not yeah
2: yeah, he's been around for a long time. Long
3: time. Long
1: time. Um god, he was around. He used to team with a uh, Road Dog in WWE back in the Attitude Era. Uh what was his name back then, Pasty? Um Kay Quick. K Quick. Him and Yeah, Road there you Dog. go, Kay they Quick. Used to be I was yeah, K slow so, I mean, on that been, one, sorry. That's all right. He's been around a long, long, long time. <laughs> But you know what they say—the dark and, the and the fun fact, folks, He's push. his
2: his his WWE theme song may not be all that great, but he is a rapper, and he's making some pretty good music currently. That keeps up with he's the kids in the industry rapper. these days. Yeah, he's solid. yeah. No, I I, I, I didn't want to give it a but chance, solid. but I heard a couple songs in passing. Like, these are fucking good. So and
1: then Pacey, I think we are going to get into some news. But since you brought up him being a rapper. Um, shout out to not one of my favorite rappers, but give the devil their due. Mac Lethal. J. Um,
2: okay. Are you talking about the Mac Lethal Tim McDonald battle this week? No, nope, oh, that was. Not at all. Have you, you? 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 You're not even queued in on that?
1: I know, I know about uh. it, but I haven't listened to it. Uh,
2: well, I know. Tim came at him. Mac came back hard. Tim came back a second time today. I'm hoping Mac comes back a second time because everybody's saying now that Tim's the winner, and I'm like, Mac's the. I'm I'm old school, though.
1: <laughs> I want to give a shout out, though, Christy, to the very first ever billionaire in the hip hop industry. Jay Z is the first ever hip hop artist to become a billionaire, and good for him. He never started with anything, he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. I, I like some of his songs, but not near as many as most people. Right, I'm yeah, no, a, a, lot, people, a, of of a lot of people, a lot taught,
3: of
2: people tout taught him as a fucking god. I'm not there. But, um, I'm not East Coast though. If I'm if I'm listening but, to rap you know, it's, it's it's Midwest, then it's West Coast. He still puts
1: out Yeah, but he still puts out yes. albums that sell. He he owns his own record label. And he still does things He, owns he may his be a huge name, company. but he does
2: things in a very underground fashion.
1: He does. He owns his own liquor company. He owns the Brooklyn Nets and moved them to Brooklyn. I mean the man is is and he, and he's with Beyonce. Right. So a shout out to him. I mean, you got to give the hip hop community. Talk about a couple that more than likely
2: only stays together to save face.
1: Probably, but what a face. I mean, he's got a lot of face on him. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to do that. Good on him. Good on him. For sure. Basically, we got a little bit of time for news. Do you want to pick out a couple things you think are, are major and and should be talked about? Um, I like, we only have one weekly elite dirt sheet one and I like it. You want to, you want to go over that? Because I think it's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: 2020 U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang tweeted out a comment about all elite wrestling, folks. That's the second, second, uh, 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 uh politician uh-huh. to give them some cred, which is crazy. Yang wrote If the Yang gang were a wrestling promotion, we would definitely be all elite wrestling. So that's cool.
1: I mean, come on, it—the fact that wrestling, what used to be taboo in anybody's talk, is now being discussed in politics amongst candidates. Yeah, like it's awesome.
2: Well, I think they see it. You know, these politicians see like WWE. Yeah, they got fans. They've had fans forever. It doesn't really mean anything anymore. But then they see this company start and all these people flock to them. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna market to those people. I'm waiting I'm yeah, waiting to I have agree. the first juggalo president. I think that's gonna happen sometime in our lifetime.
1: See him come out and face paint and make the uh make the FBI redact the them from the, the gang
2: list. <laughs> and then he spray paints the shit out of the fucking White House. <laughs> <laughs> Fago bombs.
1: <laughs> Still waiting for somebody to make it the black house.
2: <laughs> Obama never did that, no.
1: He didn't. Um, I want to bring up one thing. Let's do this first Um, one because
2: I want to talk a little bit of something, too. uh,
1: Okay. Go ahead. Well,
2: this is wrestling. The Joey Ryan story won Best Picture at the IFS Film Festival. The documentary chronicles Joey Ryan's unique career working as an over-the-top gimmick outside of the big federations. I'm sorry, Mac, but this could very well take over a lot of the rest of our time because Joey Ryan Uh, came out this week... In an independent wrestling ring, saying he will not sign with WWE, he will not sign with AEW, he's giving himself to the independent fans for the rest of his career, which is the smartest thing he can do, because last week I was raving about Orange Cassidy, I got you to watch Orange Cassidy, he's great in moderation, comedy acts should not be signing two companies. They shouldn't. They should float around and entertain people wherever they're at at that time. That's the best way and to utilize like, that gimmick.
1: Just like, <laughs> I hate to interrupt you here, but it's very similar to how Andre the Giant was so amazing, but then you got the Big Show, who is a secondary thought. Uh-huh. Because Andre the Giant went from from territory to territory, and you only seen him once, maybe twice a year. Big Show, you've seen every week, sometimes twice a week, and it's like, meh.
2: No, but I think either either Ryan's doing what I think is a smart role for any comedic wrestler and staying independent for that reason, or he might even be putting together his own comedic wrestling promotion.
1: Yeah, almost like Have a, a like, DDT for the yeah, Americas. Yeah. Which I think would go over well. I mean, um, it's basically... Um, uh, Chikara Pro Wrestling. Chikara Pro Wrestling is very family friendly, but it was very gimmick oriented. You had the ice creams and you had uh gimmick matches that were super dolls and invisible
2: man matches.
1: Yeah. No, that's okay. DDT, okay. not Chikara. Sorry. But yes. Uh, uh, but but it's very similar. Yeah, Chikara Pro is very the same way. It was super gimmicky. It was very family friendly um, which is not quite Joey Ryan's thing, but I see what you're yeah. saying. It's gimmicky, funny. Yeah. Um, if you if you're in one place for too long, you're going to wear
2: out your welcome.
1: <laughs> I think yeah, I think a gimmicky funny wrestling promotion though, like Chikara would only work if it's sporadic shows. But Joey Ryan which he can do. Joey
2: Ryan is great. But what I really wanted to talk about this all for is because last week you had not seen Orange Cassidy. This week you've seen yep. a fair amount of Orange Cassidy. And I think yeah, I think few. the people who listen to our podcast who still don't know who Orange Cassidy is, I think they deserve a little bit of insight because this guy is entertaining to watch.
1: He is very fun and entertaining, but don't um, sit
2: down and watch all of his matches in a
1: row. No, it's he has the exact same match every every time, kind of. And I watched he had one against I Kylie Ray. A handful of he, them. He,
2: when he needs to go, he can go.
1: I didn't see the Kylie Ray one, but I watched like five and um, they were all uh, other than the um, other than the Battle Royal. Uh-huh. The one against that masked wrestler who same. rocked him
2: to sleep. I think that's my favorite one for just showcasing <laughs> what he does.
1: Yeah. The, the one I really liked that I personally liked was the one against Christopher Daniels where Daniels switched it on him <laughs> and Daniels played the Orange Cassidy role and better than him.
2: Did you did you ever go back and watch the pre-show of AEW, of Double or Nothing? I just told okay. you I did. I love what when he sunned thing. Tommy Dreamer in the ring when he first showed up. This is how it's done, son. I think it comes with the yeah. kicks.
1: And that was cool, and that's where I was like, oh, this is cool. But it's, yeah. if he's going to keep this gimmick up, he either, like you said, needs to just go to very... So many different independents who don't have TV or he needs to start learning a new way to do what he does. Because mm. most of what I seen was pretty much the same. And I yeah. like the gimmick. It's just you can't go on YouTube and watch five in a row. Right, right. It's one of those things if you see him twice a year on one of your favorite promotions, oh fun.
2: Yeah, but that's exactly what it got me thinking the same thing for Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, I think, would have better longevity if he did sign with a company, but the comedy acts, you you need to do what you do and not do what a company is doing.
1: But, look at what he did in a Lucha Underground. He did not do his penis character, he did an FBI character, yeah. and he played it very well, and uh, it was different, and I think he could do that if needed to be.
2: He could, but he could also do that without signing to a company.
1: He can, and he might make more money doing mm. that. I don't know. <coughs>
2: But no, I thought it was uh, it was really cool when he decided not to sign with anybody. And I knew last I like week when it, he said he wasn't signing with AEW that he wasn't going to WWE either. They, they, I'll no, have a statement man, later this week for WWE. you guys. Though obviously you're staying independent. Yeah. I'm okay with that.
1: He won't work in WWE. I think. Um, I mean, Impact Wrestling's under new ownership, but I think TNA kind of soured mm-hmm. him the last time he was there. I thought they did him wrong. I was really disappointed personally. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to get in quickly in the news pasty um, is about a promotion, long-term promotion, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out here. East Coast Wrestling Association announced on their Facebook page that they are going on hiatus indefinitely. Now, in this wrestling landscape where so many independents are thriving and there's so much to see and do. This really hurts, Pasty, especially for those who might know the initials ECWA. I'm going to read their official statement now. Unfortunately, the ECWA show for the next Saturday, June 15th, is canceled. All further shows are also postponed. I no longer have the time to dedicate to running the ECWA. I have a full-time business that I am dedicating 90% of my time to. I won't say ECWA is closing up for good, but for now ECWA will be on a brief hiatus. When I can decide or when I can dictate more time to running shows and promoting ECWA, it will be back. Hopefully, in the future, I will have more people to help in promoting ECWA. I want to thank everyone who supported ECWA in the past, and hopefully, you will continue supporting ECWA in the future. ECWA is the longest independent professional wrestling promotion around and will continue to make more stars. Any questions or comments, please message me directly. Now, pasty, the East coast wrestling association was founded in 1967 by Jim. That's a long time. It has been, yeah. And it's been running regularly for decades, initially in Delaware, But it also moved to New Jersey in recent times. In 2010, Kettner retired from professional wrestling and he sold the promotion to Mike Tardagalia. I might be saying that name wrong. I'm sorry. It's a dumb name. He oversaw the the company with Joe Zanola. ECWA Pasty is perhaps best known for the Super and or for the Super 8 tournament, which we talk about here on the show often, which greatly helped to popularize junior heavyweight style wrestling in the United States after taking the inspiration for the tournament from New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors and other Junior Division events. This, with everything that's like super going right for independent wrestling, this is a huge fucking blow for independent wrestling. Well, it doesn't seem at all ECW like W-A the company has, has failed around.
2: either. It just sounds like the guy he doesn't have the time for it. He'll probably sell it to somebody who can do better with it than what he
1: can. Or if he can partner with somebody. I mean, this has been a promotion I've followed since I started tape trading back in the mid-'90s. And obviously, when I read this, it said it was founded in 1967. It's like, wow, that's before ECW It's kind Uh, of amazing to think he didn't get fucking
2: sucked up when Vince was buying everybody out.
1: Right. Yeah, because this is long before the buyout. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so he would have been available. And probably
1: wasn't that big back then. Mm. You know, probably not. But everybody knows the ECW Super 8. That makes stars. Anybody who wins the ECW Super 8. uh, Name a few. Yeah, I I wanted to. (laughs) And now I'm like, I'm going to look it up. All
2: right, well, this is the time where I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll talk about Qualities T-Shirt Company of Wilmer, Minnesota, folks, bringing you the finest quality t-shirts, custom tees, sublimation, heat transfer, vinyl and decals, special gifts, sports team shirts, weddings, concert merch, and merchandise for any occasion. Actually, this weekend, that dude Saint was out hocking t-shirts for the local rappers at. Insane Clown Posse's Fury Fest at the Caboos was going to be an even more epic night than it was supposed to be, but apparently DJ Paul and Mac Lethal both backed out. Obviously, Mac backed out because he had to murk a bitch. Uh, It's understandable. Mac loves Minnesota, though. I don't see him backing out for any other reason. And hey, folks, we're also 41 days away from the Galactic Get Down, and hey, we're only less than two weeks away from the relaunch of Get Local Minnesota with yours truly, Pasty, coming at you with a special Galactic Get Down involved episode starring Jess Seahorse's of Seahorse Productions. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of festival stuff, what it takes to put one together, what it takes to... Give up your initial festival to start a completely different experience, and it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, check it out. Get local Minnesota. We're coming back, and we're hitting it hard. Did I buy you enough time?
1: Oh, yeah. All right. That's plenty of time. It didn't take <laughs> me any time, buddy. Just have to hit up the old Wikipedia. So, for those of you who might wonder how important is the ECWA Super Eight tournament, I'm just gonna is name. Is what the that names w- that movie know. Super this Eight was everybody. about? I
2: thought that was about aliens.
1: No, but I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna name a few people that you're just gonna know. This isn't everybody who's won. Ace Darling, who we just mentioned. Christopher Daniels, obviously. Low Key. Hall, London. Christopher Daniels again in 2004. He won it in 2000 and 2004. Think of that, pasty Back in 2000, that's when most wrestling fans had no idea who Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels was. That's when WCW was still around. probably pre uh, pre-TNA. Yeah, and AJ Styles was in WCW. (laughs) Christopher Daniels won it way back then. Wait, AJ Styles was in
2: WCW? I oh, know I've heard, heard this TV fact, but it's something that always just registers as a shock to my brain. Yeah,
1: him and Air Paris were uh, I don't know who team. that is either. Um, he didn't okay. do much. Uh, Petey Williams, the Canadian Destroyer. Right. Davey Richards, who went on to be part of the right um, American say, Wolves. No. Yes? No, no. <laughs> Steven <laughs> that Davey, Richards. That was Davy Richards. Stevie Richards. Yeah, Davey Richards is uh, American Wolves with Eddie Edwards. Okay.
2: I always get them Jerry mixed Lynn. up. Jerry Lynn.
1: Everybody knows Jerry oh, yeah. Lynn.
2: Jerry Lynn, now How working for man- AEW.
1: Yes, back in 2010, a man known as Austin Creed. Pasty, you know who that, that is? That is
2: Xavier Woods, my friend.
1: you damn right. How about 2011? The man known as Tommaso Champa. Tomato
2: Champagne.
1: Of course. 2014, Matt Cross, also known as Son of Havoc.
2: Jimmy Havoc.
1: We've also had uh, Jason Kincaid, and the most recent in 2018 was Richard Holiday. You might not know Richard Holiday, but being as he won the 2018, you're going to know him in five years.
2: Yes, you will.
1: So that's how important the ECWA Super 8 Tournament is. All of those <laughs> names you heard are Hall of Famers. If they aren't already, they should be. Well, like,
2: uh, at least it's indefinite, and it's not... It's not a like a certain it's gone forever.
1: Truly, truly, but with that we indefinitely pasty have to sign yes, off.
2: Yes, because it is indefinitely that time, folks. So for cloud style broadcasting, beef sticks podcast, and oh, what's this? Get local Minnesota. I'm pasty. We'll see you next week, folks. You'll be back because you know it's such good shit.
3: Uh uh-huh
0: here we go that's lovely Look here, you don't get to tell me what to do, can't make me. I don't really give a good goddamn lately. Sick of everyone and everything, no maybe. Always in my ear, about to drive me crazy. Get the hell away from me, don't want to hear you talking. I can buy it, it's only I, and ain't no other option. Doing me, I'm telling you, you better take precaution. is no amateur, I'm so pro exhaustion. California, all around the world, back to Boston. Tell them I be doing what I want and living awesome. You don't want to problem with you, I don't want to start one. Microphone, gonna blow your heart all apart, son. Since A W A with O'Shea, I've been on the hustle for pay with no praise is he busy in the flow they go crazy. when i tickle with the tongue they kick with the both legs you don't have to like how i live my life no. sleeping all day go and kick it all night might no. not be good but it feels all right na 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 Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me, I'm always wrong. But it feels so good when I sing my song. Nine na na nine na 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 nine Na na nine na na nine na na nine nine and nine nine Something's gone wrong And my brain's on tilt I don't give a fuck Feeling no kill. Still I'm never gonna stop Want to see your blood spill I'm coming for the neck I left your head backwards You can go against me them so get fractured Then the breast snatcher Now it's forever after Rappers got me cracking And cackling evil laughter Back to the point To the point No bacon. No it ain't lovely When everyone's flaking Fucking what they want Then they breaking on their front Come to wonder why I want to get it, face a punt, punt, punt Bump another beat Gotta beat it on my own T-W-I-D-3 And I'm staying home Funny cause so many owe me now they know just how easy I can go from being friendly to a foe You don't have to like how I live my life Sleeping all day, going kick it all night Might not be good, but it feels alright na 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 Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na na 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 Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me. I'm always wrong, but it feels so good when I sing my song. na 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 na. Na 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 na. Nah, 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 nah. My doctor said I got Skittles pox. Gonna give me shock therapy with pillow kilowatts. Push note says 20,000. My inbox, microphone gun to the dose spitting thin thoughts. Watch what you say, I be up a little bit. And with purple ammunition, I come cock with clips. I threw it for 10 years, my piss talking shit. And hit me the stage time with us, love's legit, huh? Fuck that, have a nice day. Suck a fat dick, the price has been paid. I burnt the bridge down, I watched the bitch blaze. I took my nutsack and stuck it to your face. but pumped at my pace. So Come the fuck on! Not even a thought, no more. They just gone. Here's a little finger with a dedicated song. Nine nah nah nine nah 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 You don't have to like how I live my life. No. Sleeping all day, going kick it all night. No. Might not be good, but it feels alright. right. Nine nah nah nine nah 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 nah. Sometimes it feels like i don't be long Everyone's against me I'm always wrong but it feels so good when i sing my song
3: the the